Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games. I am one of your hosts, Corey Deergan. Alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Jesse Douglas. How's it going, everyone? Jesse, we're recording a little bit out of order here. Yeah. Uh, for people watching live, uh, this is actually episode 96, and we're recording episode 95 tomorrow with Luke Lore, the insipid ghost from xbox uh expansion pass and josh finney uh friend of show been on before so uh yeah but we we have a lot of things scheduled for next weekend uh for you guys to enjoy uh on your time but that means we have to use our time to get it done so we're recording a little bit out of order we are recording on a saturday uh if anything interesting happens in the world of xbox next week we're going to touch on it on the boss rush podcast uh this is going to be our what would normally be an E3 predictions episode, uh, mm-hmm. but you know Jesse, you and I know that E3 is not happening this year. Mm-hmm. But Jeff Keighley has his uh, summer of gaming festivities going on, and Xbox is planning something every month from now until launch. And so we want to talk about the Xbox Series X, the games that are coming, and then we're going to do a few predictions uh, after we kind of go over what we know is coming and we're going to talk about what we think is coming or what we really Mm -hmm. want to come uh, later down the road. So, uh, but before we get into that, Jesse, uh, how was the rest of your day? Because we did record Boss Rush earlier. (laughs) Um, It went went pretty good. It went better than it's how it started, so. (laughs) <laughs> that's for sure yeah because like if if you uh well yeah i won't even really get into it because this will be so out of order that it, that me me calling back to it now would kind of be pointless but yeah my my day my day was uh had a little bit of a of a rough start and then yeah it's definitely gotten better but um yeah i uh just kid kid things yeah leave it at that no i <laughs> I get it. My my nephews came over today and we we uh, cooked some uh, pork chops uh, on the grill and uh, some veggies and stuff because I'm not gonna be be I'm not gonna lie to you this this pandemic slash quarantine has uh, given me some weight back and I was not happy because mm-hmm. I was like okay I need Same to get here. I need to get back on that diet I was on and uh, yeah. So I weighed myself this morning, and I, I put on like 12 pounds since this quarantine crap started. And I'm not even quarantined. I'm just like, you know, I'm still working. Stress but, eating. Yeah, kind of. And like, yeah. you know, my my wife is uh, getting stuff that, you know, for survival instead of like, you know, because like a lot, some places are out of things. Some people aren't giving you the right thing. So like, it's been kind of like a lot of bagels and peanut butter and a lot of you know taco bell and you know (laughs) stuff like that so uh yeah so 
Yeah, today we uh, cooked some pork chops and some vegetables on the grill, and they, my nephews and my brother and sister-in-law came over, and we we kind of hung out and played some Mario Kart and stuff. Uh, but in terms of you know the kid issues, uh, I've been nursing this weird toe injury, mm. and like it was finally starting to feel a little bit better. But then we were playing Mario Kart, and my nephew jumped on my foot. And then my kid started walking on my foot and I was like, Oh, come on, just stop. It hurts so bad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, they didn't obviously didn't mean to, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even think they knew, but it was yeah. just kind of like, Oh, you know, cringe. Ouch. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's been my afternoon, but yeah i'm uh so do, when you when you have pork chops do you get a bone or bone or boneless well i don't really get i don't really buy pork chops i'm not really a big pork chop guy but my okay. my brother-in-law uh cooked them and i think i think my mother-in-law bought them for us uh okay and it was uh parts oh. a lot a lot of it was bone out but the bigger pieces had bones on them no no, is like, isn't like your isn't your wife? Does she does she not really so much practice the like, Jew the Jewish oh, stuff? No. Oh okay. No. Oh okay. Like and her 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 brother and stuff don't either. Uh, not no, not really. No. Oh okay. No. Okay. Yeah, because I was gonna say, isn't pork like? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not kosher, but they don't really, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, like that. I just, yeah. I guess I, I just, I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, didn't know where, where, where you guys were on the, on all that. I yeah. Mean, she, I, I, she's. Uh, I mean, we go to like events and stuff, but they don't go to yeah. like synagogue every every Saturday or whatever, and they don't. Yeah. They're not like Orthodox Jewish people or anything. They're just like you yeah. know. That's just how they grew yeah. up, and you know, it's like. Yeah. Okay, I grew up a, a Baptist, but I'm not like, you know, baptizing people or going to church every Sunday or like, you know, memorizing yeah. my Bible verses or anything. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, no, I'm completely with you on that. I was raised Catholic and yeah. I don't, I, other than my work, I don't go to church Dude, every, at all. Every time, every, every time somebody says that they were raised Catholic, I think of that. You you know who Jim Gaffigan is, right? Oh uh, yeah, the comedian. Yeah, or whatever. He does this really funny bit about being Catholic, and his he's his wife is like a hardcore Catholic, and like they go to church yeah. every Sunday or whatever. And he's like, he's does this bit about not he doesn't understand why you know Catholics do these traditions that are just so pointless. Like he's like, yeah, don't eat fish on Friday. Unless you forget, or, or yeah, 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 or yeah, don't don't eat don't eat meat on yeah. Friday, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that, that's I mean that's where, well, like literally, like that's why, um, fish fries are such a big thing in the Midwest is because you know or like in in you know the Midwest is is traditionally known to be a very very high you know heavily religious you know, Christian or whatever area. And so like, that's why, you know, that's why fish fries are such a, are a thing in the Midwest is just because, you know, like churches and stuff, a lot of time during Lent or whatever, uh, they, uh, yeah, have, have fish fries and stuff that you can go to. 
Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, man. I'm I'm all about that fish. Like you, <laughs> I I'm you know that if you want to look at it as a as a um, a positive thing that came from being in a religious area. I'll, I'll just we'll we'll just go with that because like the local we have a the local place that's called uh, uh, Mr. Cinder or well it's just called Cinders now it started as Mr. Cinders yeah and it's like a, a really really good family restaurant and they have this amazing all you can eat white fish on Fridays uh, yeah there that I go and get every once in a while when we go and uh, yeah I I mean I love fish I like I said though I don't. I don't practice religion really at all, but uh, I'll take advantage of a fish Friday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's it's. Yeah, that's you, you know good. I get you know pork chops when they're good, they're good. But you know I'm yeah. not like a huge pork guy. You know. It's, yeah. Uh, I I also have been like, kind of avoiding pork and red meat for a little. Not like intentionally you know like i'll have yeah. a hamburger once in a while or whatever but like my family has a real history of, with heart issues and yeah. they tell my dad to stay away from you know pork and red meat unless it's really lean red meat and i'm just like i don't really feel like dealing with that because i'm probably gonna have to deal with it soon anyway <laughs> you know just like yeah going to get checked up and, and checked out and stuff like after this covid crap is over i'm probably gonna go to the doctor and just make sure everything's functioning properly and you know, probably have yeah. to be on some sort of old people medication at some point, but you know, just want to make sure everything's functioning okay. And uh, yeah, I, I hear you. I'm I actually have a, a schedule. I'm a doctor's appointment scheduled. Well, for like just because. Uh, well, too, I'm like on you know uh, anti-anxiety medication and and. Uh, I I have sleep apnea, so like I have to wear that machine at night, and and I, it's been like over a year since I first went on it, and I haven't gotten any new parts for it yet. Yeah. Uh, which you know, I mean, as long as you're cleaning them, it's fine. But might yeah. as well take advantage of you know being able to to get them to you know just and it's been a while. There there's like filter things in it and everything that I got to replace and all that. So yeah. Oh yeah, I got, got plenty of stuff like that too here that I'm gonna be worrying about because Wisconsin is completely open anyway. Not you know I was I was loving being done at you know sometimes at one two o'clock in the morning at work and being able to drive home with there like being no one on the roads and and boom Friday night with everything being open back up allowed to be open back up again in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just hundreds and hundreds of people all down College Avenue drinking, you know, yeah. at the bars and all that stuff again. So, right back to like nothing was ever wrong yeah. here. Yeah, same. I mean, that's that's how it is here too. You know, you would never know yeah. anything ever happened. It's just, it's. I I'm scared to go anywhere. You know, it's yeah. stupid. Like it's it's stupid. So yeah, because like it's is a typical. Typical not learning from history because I mean this the same kind of stuff happened during the during like the the what was it, the Mexican flu or whatever it was called the Spanish flu um, yeah. yeah the Spanish flu sorry <laughs> yeah the um, don't wanna don't yeah. wanna pull a 
Donald Trump with the Chinese flu or oh, whatever he yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. The Spanish flu and they, they had, uh, they had this like big swaths of area that just went right back to doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, the normal way. And then it, it just all came right back again and people started getting sick again. Wave, a wave went through again. So yeah, I'm afraid that's what's going to happen. But, but I mean, you can't do anything about it here. Our governor's trying to keep it going, but um, it's our the the board or whatever that you know the 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 judge or whatever jury or whatever they uh, they all overturned overturned it because yeah. it's a so your typical mostly Republican ran. You know, other their governor is is a Democrat, and the Republicans wanna try to stop him from doing things. It's it's just no matter what side you're on, it's it's just so ridiculous stuff like that. It's like you, you we're supposed to think that <laughs> that they're actually trying to make choices, you know, for the, the to better us, and it just sometimes you wonder, but yeah politics we'll just <laughs> yeah right uh that's enough <laughs> yeah so uh but jesse before we get into the the meat of the show we uh we were put on a list recently yeah uh which was pretty exciting i don't i don't want to toot our own horn but it was pretty exciting uh to, yeah. to see uh sean capri of the xbox drive tagged uh me in a post uh with insipid ghosts, uh, of Xbox expansion pass. And, uh, mm-hmm. all three of our podcasts made the top 25, uh, Xbox podcasts. You should look out for in 2020. And that was pretty, pretty amazing to see, you know, cause yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal X was a project. Honestly, we didn't know if we were going to bring back or not. And we did. And, uh, I think it's, yeah, I think, I think we had kind of like we kind of thought that we would there some form of it would come back but we just we were just kind of like okay we want to focus on this on boss rush like what what the main show is going to be and then you know like slowly take stuff on as we we feel more comfortable about where we are with things so. yeah and but but still you know like yeah and we're kind of like you know that that list, and then you sent me the Nintendo Power Block uh, li- or the mm-hmm. Nintendo list, which you know Nintendo Power Block was also on that list, which was pretty exciting as well. Uh, yeah, and you know we we have kind of rethought some things uh, to to uh, say the least in terms of content and what we want to do, and and maybe move forward with something. Uh, you know what we kind of talked about early earlier this year, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty exciting. Uh, uh, the the list, uh, it's it's I tweeted it out, and and it was pretty. It was just pretty cool to see that you know the the show that you know you and I have kind of worked hard to to make happen again, and you know Ed from time to time when he's back on, and you know Ed mm-hmm. used to host the show, but you know now we've kind of sectioned it off for where he's doing pow block and boss rush. And then you and I are doing this and, uh, you know, we kind of all have our own little things to, to add to the table, but it was just really nice to see that our decision to bring the show back was, uh, 
a positive one and that people are mm-hmm. listening and recognizing that it's a, a good show. Cause I think it's a good show. Like, I mean, we yeah. have great conversations. It's laid back. We talk about Xbox. We love Xbox and it was just really cool to see. Uh, so I'm trying to find the article here. Um, yeah. Like I was saying earlier, like every, I do everything on my Xbox. Like that's why I like, you know, like when the Xbox one was announced as the all in one thing, I was like, I was all in on that, like on that, that, you know, that sales pitch, because like, as you know, at that time, that's when Netflix and everything was really already such a big deal. And like, you know, I was, you know, had Amazon Prime, and Hulu and all these things. And it just was nice to have something where it was like all in all in one place, because I just like I like having everything in one area you know it's kind of similar to you hear people all the time like go on about like oh they're upset because this game isn't on steam but it's on you know it's on epic but they don't want to have to download epic because they want everything to be in steam or you know are there you know those kind of things that have made even microsoft change how they release game their games and stuff and yeah no now you see a lot more in Microsoft games and stuff being released on on Steam and things like that as well. So Yeah. So you know it's uh, just nice to have everything in one place. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. So I mean we're I mean on this list, obviously Major Nelson's number one and Podcast Unlocked is number two, but you know, we have fr- we have a lot of friends on this list. You know, my Xbox and me is on this list at number eight. Mm-hmm. Uh with MC Fixer and, you know, Sean Capri's show on Xbox Drive is number nine. Insipid Ghost show at Xbox Expansion Pass is number 12. And then we are uh, number 17 on the list, which was, I don't know, mm-hmm. man. It just, like I said before, it just felt really, really good to see. And so. Uh, well, and, you know, and like, honestly, like, I, you know, I was kind of shocked mostly. Like, not, not that I don't think that, you know, that we do a good job, but like, you know, like we, you know, me and you both are parents and, you know, we're still working, you know, a lot of, a lot of those people that are doing, you know, like up and up at the top are, I feel like people who kind of are more in the streamer universe as well. So, you know, it's, it's much easier to, you know, if you put that time into being, you know, streaming and stuff and really trying to grow, grow a um you know a fan base in the streaming area you know like i i you know like that's kind of why like i said uh on uh well a couple of times that like you know i love when people send in emails and and things like that and you know and part of me wishes that i i wish i had time to do like more streaming and actually try to be serious about stuff like that where we could get our name out there more um because I, I do feel like that is really the way to grow a lot. A lot of the times is trying to get get out there on, you know, on the internet, like streaming and things like that. Um, but it's just, you know, unfortunately, we just don't don't really have that that kind of free time to to really be as serious about stuff like that that maybe we would like to. But yeah, but you know, so I was kind of I'll, I'll be honest, I was shocked that we that we were on there just because of that reason that I feel like a lot of those people that you know that are doing stuff that are on that list are people who are a little bit more into like doing 
like YouTube stuff and, and things like that, you know, like, I mean, we're on YouTube too as well, but it's, yeah. it's a little, it's a little bit different. I feel like maybe now with us streaming the show live, mm-hmm. like we do on, on things that probably at least helps a little bit more than in the past, Yeah, you know, for sure. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. either way, like I said, I was surprised, <laughs> you know, I just flat out surprised. Yeah. However, you want to look at it. But. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you know. With I think our goal is is to really just do you know the live the podcasts and and streaming. You know, like I think that's our mm-hmm. two. I mean, our video stuff is obviously going to be on YouTube, but it's I don't really think it's a focus. You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, our all of our archive streams will be on there. You know, like with uh, what we did. What uh, what's this on Game Pass? Our mm-hmm. our our you know, let's play show that we do after the podcast recording. If you're watching live, uh, that obviously goes up on Wednesday nights, uh, at five. Uh, you know, I, I, I love doing that show, but I like mm-hmm. how consistent our stream is. Cause like, we'll do that. We'll do the Xbox podcast and then we'll do what's on game pass. And that's like a nice flow, nice, easy kind of thing, you know, like, uh, yeah. uh, by the time you hear this show on podcast feeds, uh, you know, we, we have Josh Finney joining us to play, bleeding edge on on what's on game pass and i you know as a as a first party title you know a microsoft published title from ninja theory i think i don't think enough people are talking about that game it's really unique Mm -hmm. and really interesting and yeah it's not it's not overwatch right but i think it's Mm -hmm. i think it's something that you should be looking at you know and i think it'd Mm -hmm. be cool to have the three of us playing as a team uh, coordinating and stuff to, to just play that a little bit afterward, after the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and you know, tonight we're playing some, a couple indie games after the show. I, I just, I just think, uh, we have a good flow to our podcast into let's play live show stuff. So, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Ed and I try to play a retro game after our Nintendo power block recordings. Uh, so, and I like that yeah. flow and I like the live streaming yeah. stuff and I like the podcasts and, and I think, you know, with book club and expansion, uh, expansion pack coming back, you know, like, uh, our control, that's why we're recording this honestly is because next Sunday we're going to record our book club for control, uh, mm-hmm. which I need to finish, uh, this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but I, I think we have a good thing going, you know, I, I like, I, I look at a lot of YouTubers and streamers and podcasters and I'm like, where do, where do we fit in all this? And I think live streaming the podcast is great. Mm-hmm. I think the, the streaming, the let's plays and stuff is great. I look at, actually look at min max and say, mm-hmm. I think that's what we could be is something like mm-hmm. them. Uh, yeah. You know, where we, we do a couple podcasts and like the book club stuff, like, if we ever start a Patreon, like the audio version of the book club of our book club is kind of equivalent to their deepest dive. Right. And mm-hmm. obviously we're not going to do, you know, four, four hour episodes of final fantasy seven remake, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't, we don't have the time to do that, but like if we spend an hour and a half to two hours talking about one game, you know, mm-hmm. we can throw the, the video up on YouTube and then, if you're if we do a patreon if you give like if if you're like a two to five dollar subscriber or something on that you get the audio feed right because patreon off gives you an rss feed uh mm-hmm. that people can put in their podcast app 
and we can just throw all the audio of all of our shows on that feed and then mm-hmm. okay we record arsenal x on sundays well i can edit the audio and throw it up on that feed and it can go up on monday for patrons and wednesday for everybody else right like like we have mm-hmm. been doing so like mm-hmm. i think that that's kind of our goal is to like really focus and make strong podcasts and and live mm-hmm. live stream stuff and and because uh, I think that's all we have time for at this moment, mm-hmm. and and yeah. I want to make sure the stuff that we're putting out is quality. You know, we yeah. we've been getting a lot more uh, people in our mixer and our Twitch and our YouTube chats, right? Like uh, that's why mm-hmm. when we were recording Boss Rush earlier, I was so frustrated because the two platforms where we get the most attention <laughs> weren't working. You know, and yeah, and, uh, yeah. I don't only want to go to Twitch, like. Uh, we have a couple of people watching now, like BCAV is in, in our YouTube chat, you know, and, and there's somebody watching on Twitch right now. I can't see who it is because they haven't commented, but there's somebody watching on Twitch right now. And that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. at, you know, I, I love that. I love the chat interaction. I love, I love it when people are commenting on stuff in the chat, even if we don't acknowledge the chat right away, mm-hmm. like it, I can glance over here at the chat and be like, oh man, that's cool. They're they're chatting, mm-hmm. they're having conversation. Like the other day when we had Todd on uh, Nintendo Power Block, mm-hmm. our chat was just like, they're having their own conversations because somebody asked mm-hmm. about superhero uh, video games and uh, if Nintendo, like what franchise could Nintendo take on if they were to mm-hmm. make a superhero game? And you just saw the chat go, like ta- mm-hmm. they're talking amongst themselves, talking about, oh, well, Nintendo could probably do this, 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 or this. And then Ed said something about uh, Teen Titans. And then the chat mm-hmm. was talking about how Nintendo could do that. And, and it was just a really mm-hmm. cool kind of thing. And, and Yeah, a thing within a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah, that, you know, like, that is that is something that I enjoy. Because, like, you know, a lot of times, you know, the, the chat, some most people I feel like in chat don't, always want you to acknowledge knowledge them you know and or you know like feel like they're in any way like you know changing how the show is going or anything but they you know like that's always a fun thing is is being able to interact with other people who share the same interests and it being almost like you know like our show is nothing more than just uh, starting up like a chat room like remember like back in the days going on yahoo chat rooms mm-hmm. and everyone was there just to talk like yeah like uh, yahoo put up a chat room it wasn't necessarily for anything it was just there and you know like you could go off into your own whatever you want to do and i i kind of look at the show as like you know the our shows i should say in general is just you know some a stream of consciousness that that people can you know listen to and then if it if it makes them think about something uh, or come up with a good idea or whatever you know like you know that's that's why I listen to podcasts I you know I love listening to you know people's stream of consciousness and like what they're what they think about something and and then you know like. Because, yeah, you sometimes we're going to talk about or people will talk about things that maybe you're not interested in. But but that's not really necessarily the point, because like we, you know, everything is 
an opinion and everything is, you know, only some, you know, you're only going to like certain things and it, you know, like you just get to hear and, and see how people feel about other things and maybe you will be interested in it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fun, you know, like that the, I've, you know, plenty of times went into, you know, live streams of, of shows or whatever. And, and just, you know, you just go in there and chat with other people or whatever. I'll be honest. Like I do, I do, you know, interact with people a lot of times, but I'm a lot of times I'm more of just a listener. I'm just a quiet one that's there. That's not saying anything in chat that you just see, Oh, there's someone here, but they're not, you know, I mean, I will say high end stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Just to be courteous, but you know, yeah. I mean, I do, I do want to start streaming more, and I do plan to. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. I know this is an Xbox podcast. We'll we'll get there. Uh, but I I ordered twenty four foam, uh, twenty four pieces of foam for soundproofing, and I got mm-hmm. twelve two inch foams. That is cool because I got green and charcoal for. Like so, we can do oh, Arsenal okay. X, and it would be cool to to uh, <laughs> uh, have green in there and have a couple shells with like, you know, Master Chief and and some. I I do want to invest in some like nice figures for the show, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and so where you, like if you're watching the video version, Jesse, you see you see what's behind me, right? It's like this big room with brown carpet and like brown walls or whatever. Uh, I can't really move my computer, but, but there's. But it's. What? You do have the you do have the filter thing on though, where it blurs everything behind you. Uh, so I don't I don't actually see oh, anything I, behind oh, you right now. Okay, well if you're watching the video but, version, people see it behind me and like. Okay. They like it looks like an office that's used and not you know, I mean it's taken yeah. care of, but it just like okay I'm just gonna throw something over here real quick because I will use it later at some point. Uh, yeah. There's a corner over he, over to my right over here that I'm going to my my dad is uh he, he is going to help me build uh like a, a like kind of a cage type thing like yeah. a soundproof cage for my desk yeah. and I'm going to put my desk in the corner and the soundproofing is going to go on the wall with shelves above it with cool figures and my okay. uh my prized signed Ninja Turtle comic uh up there <laughs> from uh uh, nice. Mr. Brown over here. And, uh, you know, I'm going to just have a bunch of cool stuff over here. Yeah. There's going to be some Nintendo stuff sprinkled in because of Nintendo power mm-hmm. block. But I think, you know, once I start streaming again, it's going to be mainly Xbox related stuff or, you know, mm-hmm. cause like Nintendo is Nintendo and people, people aren't really watching Nintendo streams. Like I'll stream Nintendo stuff once in a while, but like I want to stream, gears or halo multiplayer or like when halo infinite comes out we're probably going to stream that a lot mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i want to stream some warzone i haven't even touched warzone yet yeah <laughs> and like i would really love to do that or you know i want to i want to get in there with you know if we got like a four-player squad with you me zombie and, and battle bug like and, and just yeah you know do some cool stuff like that like i want to do more stuff like that and uh mm-hmm. you know i'm getting i'm I'm going to use the small monitor on my desk for uh, uh, playing games because I ever since that TV in there with the FreeSync, my new TV, mm-hmm. 
I can't yeah. play on this other my old TV. The delay is yeah. just unbearable. It's unbearable. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, there's no way the delay is that bad. And like, you don't notice it until you change something, <laughs> and then you notice it forever. Yeah. So, um, and it makes yeah, me wonder I, why I was so bad at first person shooters all these years. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like I was on a um, on another podcast uh, um, chat or well, Facebook page type thing or something. Um, and maybe it was giant bombs. I don't remember. But um, yeah, someone was talking about wanting to get a new a new TV um for for their xbox uh one x or whatever mm-hmm. and and i was like well the thing is is you you could get a tv but like like i'll be honest like since i've gotten a 4k monitor like i will never play games on a tv again <laughs> like i just like i just won't because like one like they're you know they're set up to play games on and two like the the lowest latency that you can get for a tv i think is just a little over 11 milliseconds is the lowest that tv's uh uh lag goes and and um monitors are usually around one or two milliseconds yeah so so like that i mean i know that's not a lot but it's still it's still going it's to be yeah it's enough that it that it that when you're playing, especially like me, a lot of first-person shooters where it's going to make a difference. You know? Yeah. Now, servers and things like that, that, that the games are running is another issue. But still, Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. Like, I'm looking at monitors, but also I, mm-hmm. the one I have right now is good enough for what we're doing, you know? Yeah. So I, I will eventually get one. Uh, mm-hmm. I also would like to get a new headset before the series X comes out. So yeah. I've been, I've actually been looking at this. Uh, I mean, I have, I have this one, but it was, yeah, it's the $50 Microsoft stereo headset. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's nothing. Uh, but I was yeah. looking at the, uh, the razor one, the mm-hmm. razor, uh, something. Hold on. Let me look it up well, real quick. I'll, I'll be honest. The th- like the thing is, is I like I would honestly wait until the P- the Xbox One or the Xbox Series X and the PS Five come out. Mm-hmm. Just be just because like right now, I mean, you can find headsets that that are uh, made made for uh, Adobe Atmos. Mm-hmm. Well, this one um, is this one is made for Adobe Atmos. It's a uh... yeah. It's the Xbox One 7.1 uh, Razer Thresher with Dolby Atmos, okay. uh, lag-free okay. connection for PC, Xbox One, and it says in parentheses, uh, uh, Xbox, uh, the uh, Xbox Series X. So uh, it's okay. the Razer Gears 5 uh, headset. It's, oh, okay. it's the $200 okay. headset, and Amazon has it for 130 Okay. So... Uh, yeah, I, I would like to. Uh, <laughs> that's the one I would like to have. It's really cool too because it's very subtly Gears Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just has the cog logo, a little cog logo on the ear. But oh, it's, nice! It's like this nice charcoal color with blue, like a blue light around the ears, like the oh, like nice. the armor. So yeah, uh, nice. it's really cool. 
Uh, yeah, so. that, that, yeah, that's, well, yeah, if it, if it's, yeah, especially if when it says, uh, 7.1, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's definitely what you want to look for because yeah, like I, I've, I've been kind of looking, like I did get some headphones, but they were mostly for work mm-hmm. because I wanted to have, uh, some good headphones that I could use to do this show. Um, but I wanted something for at work that, that actually has a battery life because the, you know, a lot of, I mean, a lot more headsets now are, are lasting longer wireless, you know, Bluetooth, but, Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, a lot of times I could still only find like maybe eight hours, you know, or like four hour ones. Um, and there, they, I just happened to be at uh, target the one day and they had a pair of, um, JBL, um, I forget what they're called, but they're, they were Bluetooth and they were normally like a hundred bucks, but they had them on sale for, uh, for 50. And so I was like, yoink, (laughs) snag those up because like, I, like I'm, I've been slowly just going only to JBL and I seen just like literally just recently they, they announced their, um, their new gaming headset. Mm-hmm. I want it so bad, but it's like four or 500 bucks. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> their, their headset. Yeah. Their new headset, uh, gaming headset is like really super expensive. Wow. Um, but but I mean, like there. The thing is, though, like that makes me wonder what exactly is in it, because basically, like, and and I mean, people can have their opinions. That's fine. But f- from what I've experienced, if you pay sixty or seventy dollars for something Sony like headset, mm-hmm. if you if you get the the forty. $50 version of of something that would be similar to that in JBL it will you'll you'll be spending less but you'll get be getting the same same uh quality of sound so like JBL JBL is still higher end but they're like they don't they you can get like Sony like the Sony uh sound but you can pay less for it but it's still gonna be more than like getting a say like uh, whatever the skull candy or something like that like you know like the skull candy ones might almost have the same sound but they're not gonna be as well made yeah you know like and but that's the thing is jbl like my head does headphones that i got are some of the like just nicest looking like <laughs> really sturdy like looking uh headset and i and for you know well i mean again it was on sale but still it, that same kind of thing in a sony would have probably costed me like almost 130 dollars yeah. or 150 or whatever you know so yeah so it's you know like that's a, like i've been doing so much of that like with this quarantine stuff it's just like you know you don't really you're not going out and doing much shopping or anything like that if you can help it yeah. so like i've just been doing a lot of comparing things not really intending to buy anything but just doing a lot of comparing stuff online yeah yeah there's 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 like there's three things i would really like to get before the series x comes out one is a i'd really like to get a uh xbox design labs controller 
because I know they're going to work on the Series X because I'm not going to use the share button. You know, like I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I, if if we're going to be serious about this, I'm going to use my capture card. I'm going to maybe upgrade the capture card at some point. I'm going to, you know, y- use yeah. my computer to stream and capture stuff, right? Like I'm not going to use the share button. So, uh, but at the same time, like, I would like to get that. I would like to get a new headset and I would like to, uh, really just flesh out a cool studio space to do all of our work, you know? So that's, those mm-hmm. are like the three things that I'm looking at. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same, same, uh, boat. I just like, I don't have a whole lot that I have to do, but I do want to get, a. I do want to get an actual um, desk mm. like uh, uh, that I can set up downstairs so I can be back downstairs and not have to, you know, like people have to be quiet up here and all that kind of stuff when we're recording. Yeah. Um, I would like to go back down there where it's cool all the time and, <laughs> and, ju- and I just, you know, we can do whatever and have everything right there. Um, so yeah, I just need a desk so I can set it all up at that. Yeah. Got to clear some stuff and all that, but yeah, uh, I, <sighs> I've got this really nice desk from my parents' house. So I'm, this is the desk I've always wanted of theirs. It's been sitting, yeah. in, I've been wanting this desk for probably over a decade and <laughs> it's just been, they're like, no, you can't have it. It's just been sitting in their basement for over a yeah. decade. Somebody gave it to them. <laughs> It's a three-piece <laughs> desk. Like a, yeah. I have a little thing over here where that my TV's currently sitting on, uh, and a little end table over here, and then the desk. They finally gave it to me last year because I <laughs> I I had a glass desk and I hated how smudgy it got. I hated yeah. how echoey it got. Like I just hated everything about it. And and so they were just like, okay, well if 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 we give you this desk, uh, what are you gonna do with the other one? I'm like, I don't know. You can have it. <laughs> and so like <laughs> that glass desk is just I think I gave it to my cousin actually he just yeah. took it for his workspace he loves it but it's just like yeah uh, so uh, but I finally got like it's just the perfect desk man it's got a mm-hmm. drawer for your keyboard and mouse even though I have it sitting on my desk uh, uh, it's really nice and like it's just uh, this is perfect so uh, but anyways now that we're a half hour into the show uh, Jesse <laughs> This is uh, episode 96, and to to thank people for putting us on that list, uh, we're I think we're going to give away three months of Game Pass. Uh, so, uh, for on episode 100, we're going to give away three months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, if you would like, I'll I'll put the details in the show notes. But uh, basically. All you have to do is tweet at Arsenal X Podcast. Uh, follow me and Jesse at I am Corey and HD and at Phantom NXS and our at Arsenal X podcast, a screenshot of the uh, show, uh, your su- show, uh, your subscription to the show and uh, tag a friend. That's all you got to do. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Tag a friend. Tag a friend. Follow all of us. Tweet at all of us as your subscription of the show on audio uh, or, you know, or YouTube subscription and uh, tag a friend. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I'll pin it to the Arsenal X uh, Twitter account, but um, that's what we're going to do. 
So yeah, and if you're and if you're listening to this show right now and you're by a window or something, just open it up and <laughs> yell for them to go to go to our website, bossrushgames.com. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so we our our website traffic has been spiking actually uh, recently, uh, which is which is nice. Now I just need those people to uh, watch our videos that they click on. So, uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just to uh, just to promote a, a couple things, and then we're gonna get in the housekeeping, and then we're actually gonna get into the show. Um, mm-hmm. We did a one v one with Zombie Kills. Uh, She's a mixer streamer and a, a woman of color activist. So uh, it was a really awesome interview. Uh, mm-hmm. She's just one of the best people on the internet. So if you want to go check yeah. that out, uh, you can watch it on our YouTube page or download it uh, via your podcast service of choice on the Boss Rush podcast feed. Uh, it was really fun. Uh, I wasn't really sure how it was going to go, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but we had some, not that it wasn't going to be a good interview, but like, you know, when she's on the show, we usually have a lot of fun and yeah, having a more serious conversation about, you know, race and being a woman and trying to stream and create content on the internet is not really mm-hmm. a, unfortunately it's still not an easy task uh, to yeah. do. To, to not a light, lead. not a light topic. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> just having a more serious conversation was actually really interesting. And uh, you know, I, I just still like, I know people are like that, but like, it hurts to know people are still like that to people, you know, and, and it just, yeah. uh, it just, it sucks, but you know, she's, she was great. She's awesome. Uh, mixer.com slash zombie kills. Uh, and then she's also Twitch streaming now, uh, her grand theft auto, uh, stuff. So you can head on over to twitch.tv slash zombie kills as well. Uh, support her. She's, she's awesome. Uh, also check out, Jesse and I's Let's Play show, uh, What's This on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, it's where we check out a different Xbox Game Pass game every week, whether it's fun, dumb, somewhere in between. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, Everspace <laughs> is the game that we're playing after the this episode live. Uh, also, you can catch it on Wednesday nights at 5 on our YouTube page and on BossRushGames.com. Uh, now for the rest of the housekeeping before we get into the show. Uh, this is Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games. Each and every week, uh, Jesse and I, as well as our friends from around the internet, come together live on twitch.tv slash bossrushgames and mixer.com slash bossrushgames to talk about the latest news, rumors, releases, and your questions about the world of Xbox. After the live show, join us as we take a look at some Game Pass games uh, available for you to play. If you can't join us live, no big deal. Head on over to bossrushgames.com or your favorite podcast service of choice Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Eastern time. And of course, what's this on Xbox Game Pass at 5 p.m. Eastern time on youtube.com slash bossrushgames. Jesse, we're going to get into the news now here finally that uh, I didn't send you the show notes, did I? No, you didn't. But um, we're not doing news. I forgot. I forgot. That's tomorrow's show notes. Those are are tomorrow's show notes. Sorry, everybody. I Xbox, was, I was, Xbox I, non E3 prediction show is what we're doing tonight. Tomorrow, yeah, news. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, and I was gonna, I was gonna say, well, this could probably talk about more off the show, but I do, I do kind of want to, um, you know, I would. It's not really spoiling, but I would like, kind of like people to know ahead of time. Some like so, I, I had got, I got to. Um, 
two one v one uh basically shows lined up and like i i don't know i don't know if we should like maybe just mention them so if people want to check them out ahead of time so they have to know ahead of time like kind of what what kind of you know they they may be uh be getting themselves into or whatever i guess yeah uh yeah so jesse uh there, there's we're recording three one v ones in the next couple of weeks, so our streaming schedule is going to be a little bit off for for shows proper. Like we're recording next week's Boss Rush podcast on Monday mm-hmm. this week uh, instead of mm-hmm. next Saturday, uh, mm-hmm. so we can get those interviews in. And uh, let's see, where's where is it in our chat? Uh, yeah, well, look, do you? At, I mean, I can. I, I have kind of. I have it. Uh, this. Uh, uh, Ed is Ed will be interviewing Delvin Cox from the Delvin Cox Experience uh, podcast. Uh, you should definitely check out his show. He's he's an yeah. awesome dude. Uh, Jesse, you lined up uh, John John Tyler at yeah. uh, uh, of uh, let's see who is he again? Well, he so he he's a uh, he's a musician. Um, he's locally from here from uh, from Appleton area of Wisconsin where I live. Um, I actually like, and, and we'll go through a lot of this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the show and stuff, I'm sure. But, um, so my sister and her fiance, uh, at one point lived with, with him and a bunch of, you know, other people like he, he owned the house. It was his parents like old house or something like that. Um, and so, so basically, it was a big party house, mm-hmm. and uh, and so like we, uh, my sister and her fiance had lived there at one point because they a lot of them in the house also all worked at at Papa John's for a little while, and so they were you know all kind of knew each other and were you know, and so I had kind of uh, I kind of met him through my sister and them living there. And like I just really like enjoyed his music. Uh, at the time, his band was called The Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, they only made one album, and and then it kind of like they didn't really it didn't move forward at some point. But um, but if you are interested in something that would kind of be similar, uh, not really similar, but something that he was a part of. Um, and they're on Spotify and stuff is, uh, a band called Antifreeze. Um, they were, they were like a more skater pop punk kind of band. Oh, um, like a Tony that, soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So like they, they came out and they did, they, they opened up or had, you know, I think at some point they actually had like big bands, like some 41 and stuff opening up for them. Or, you know, like, you know, them being kind of in the same kind of lineups. Um, and, yeah, so they, you know, they were they were definitely interesting. But, like, their their second album, I can't remember what their second album was called at this moment. But um, a lot more of his vocals were on that, that second album of that we will be interviewing. Um, and so, yeah, but anyways, he, uh, he was, he was in a band called the stars when I met him and, you know, I used to literally be over there almost every weekend just hanging out and stuff. And we would just have, you know, some of my, 
favorite memories of just kind of being being out in the world and like you know a good chunk of that i think i believe i was single and stuff so i was just like you know like just kind of loving the single life and just not worrying about relationships period like just enjoying being able to go and hang out and you know just being able to just talk and with people that are like-minded or you know talk music and stuff like that and so yeah so i i really wanted to have him on the show um because he kind of is going back to that stars that more hoppier kind of sound he's got he's got a little bit of a of a more um unique and a little bit changed up this time around as well but um yeah and then uh if you if you want to uh sorry trying to find something here if you wanted to uh see like actually hear his his new new music and stuff i believe he he does have a website and i'm trying to find it here i don't know why i'm finding it oh here here this is the one i was looking for so it's just john j-o-n tyler's star and it's uh so it's j-o-n t-y-l-e-r-s-t-a-r-r.com and yeah, and you can hear some of his. He's got his new music on there, and he's got their only album uh, that they did as the stars on there. And you can buy that stuff on there, but you can also listen to it on there as if you were just listening to it in Spotify or whatever. Like you can listen to the whole songs and all that. But it's just kind of there, you know. If you want to support him, you are able to buy it and have a physical, or not a physical, but a digital version of it that you can kind of bring with you wherever you want. Cool. Um, so yeah, so he, uh, so I'm, I'm really excited and looking forward to having him on. He, he actually did do some other podcasts uh, recently that it's kind of out there doing the promotion stuff. So I wanted to help out, and I haven't talked to him in a long time just because you know life. Yeah, and kind of kind of looking forward to catching up with him a little bit, and and see you know really get to pick his mind about about music and stuff. So, cool. Yeah. And then, and then the other person uh, is there someone else that you guys are doing after that, or uh, or is Stu McAllister from the LMNO podcast uh, is someone that you also lined up for us. Uh, I'm also yep trying to set something up with insipid ghost and uh, mm-hmm. uh battle bug so uh, mm-hmm. we will have them on we got a lot of interviews coming up so it's it's cool you know we're gonna we yeah try, we're trying to get them up every other friday for you guys mm-hmm. uh yeah just you know and it just makes i think I, you don't need one every week uh we yeah. were talking about but, doing it like every other or every one a month but i feel like our like especially our friends who aren't as big right deserve more attention than that so we're gonna try to do it every other week yeah and you know and the thing is is like you know like we we also don't want to like do too much of you know like trying to you know like holding off on things and you know we'd like to be able to just kind of get them get them out like close to when we do the actual interviews because especially like if you know say any day that we do like actually do more of an interview thing with someone like in the business or something uh you know, you know if they're promoting something in particular that's like say coming out that week or something then obviously we're going to want to get it out like right away so people can hear about it before 
before that thing that they're talking about is available or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and just really quick the So Stu, the Stu McAllister of the LMNO podcast, um, he, he is a, a comedian in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, he, I believe still does do, uh, comedy stuff occasionally. Um, well, obviously right now though, he's not because with everything, but, but, um, but yeah, he, um, I actually found out about him through a radio show that I, that I listened to or listened to it both, you know, but, um, yeah, I, uh, he's just a really cool dude, but like, I'll, I'll just say this, it's going to be kind of, you know, kind of similar because we don't really want to, we want to allow these people to also come on and kind of be, be them, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and not, and, you know, not have to like change the way they are or whatever, but like in, in like the way he is, is not saying that he's bad or anything, but it's, it's not going to be like, it won't be like as for you know, like for kids kind of thing. This will be kind of more similar to when we had the bad bitches on, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like where it's, it's not like, it's not awful. It's not like really bad stuff, but it's just, he is a comedian, you know, and that's, you know, you should just kind of expect, you know, comedians are usually just kind of themselves and unapologetically. So, um, and which is, which is great, you know, and I love about comedy. Uh, so, so yeah, that's kind of a little bit of a, of a background about that. Just, you know, so people have kind of an idea, you know, I wanted to, I, I've been really trying to get some, you know, some different, different things that, that, you know, different areas that we can pull from, uh, of people that I like either talk to or, you know, I'm can, you know, know, know is really cool about like, you know, having, having conversation with fans and things like that. There's another one I actually thought about, uh, today that i might look into as well um for to set up another one one v one but um yeah i just kind of you know like i i like i like that i can that we can like promote people that we we like or or care about or or whatever and uh and then in turn also give you guys something interesting and and different to kind of you know, that maybe you, you probably most likely might have never heard about or, you know, ended up finding out about. Um, and who knows, like maybe you'll, it's something you'll end up becoming a fan of or something. So, you know, it's just kind of fun to really get a different different stuff that we talk about. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, but yeah, we're going to, I, I want to go over, you know, just uh now that we're kind of into the uh, <laughs> into the, <laughs> the show proper here, uh, what we what we're gonna do is talk about the Xbox Series X, uh, what we know about it, what we uh, what games we're excited for, but also we're gonna do we're gonna do a few predictions. I don't know, maybe like three or five predictions of what we want to see in terms of what we're gonna see from Xbox or third party partners. Uh, you know, so. Um, I do want to run down the list of, of games that we do know are coming to the Series X. Uh, the Ascent, which uh, is uh, one of the only games that's not cross-platform at this point. It is uh, it is definitely a Series X-only game. Uh, it looks really cool. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, the ascent they showed it off in the uh, Xbox 2020 event in May. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, the ascent, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Bright Memory Infinite, uh, Call of the Sea, uh, Chorus, Cyberpunk 2077, which will get be Xbox Series X enhanced, Destiny mm-hmm. 2, Xbox Series X enhanced, uh, Dirt 5, which uh, that is the one that we talked about a lot because it is going to run at 120 frames a second on the series X, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, well, there's a lot of frames. <laughs> uh, Fortnite will be there. Gears five is getting a, a series X patch, uh, gods and mm-hmm. monsters, which is the, uh, breath of the wild meets Assassin's Creed looking game from Ubisoft. It is the Assassin's Creed Odyssey team. So expect it to be large. Uh, Halo infinite Lord of the Rings, Golem. Madden 21, The Medium, Observer, System Redux, uh, Orphan of the Machine, Outriders, which is the uh, games-as-a-service game from People Can Fly, uh, Scarlet Nexus, uh, which is that anime kind of mech action RPG-looking game, uh, Scorn, Second Extinction, Senua Saga, Hellblade 2, which looks amazing, confirmed to be running mm-hmm. on Xbox Series, or on... Uh, Unreal Engine 5, along with An Exile's next RPG. Uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Quarantine. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, both will be uh, cross-platform and uh, will be Series X enhanced. Ultimate Fishing Simulator 2. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that ray tracing on them fish in the water. That'll Honestly, yeah. uh, the ray yeah. tracing in the water is probably going to look amazing. Yeah, because, yeah, especially if they do that whole, like, underwater camera thing where you can, like, see the wa- the the light, like, shooting through the water and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that honestly, it's probably going to be one of the better-looking games at launch. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, Warframe, uh, Watch Dogs Legion, WRC nine and Yakuza like a dragon. Uh, so those are the games confirmed for series X. Um, mm-hmm. So just to, just to run down uh, the list, what, what games are you, are you most excited for on this list uh, that, I mean, obviously halo, I think is a big one for both of us. But yeah. What, what are some of the games that you're excited for? Yeah. I mean like, uh, you know, obviously like a lot of them, but I, like the one that I keep on coming back to as far as like looking at looking at stuff or trying to see if there's any kind of like updates or or more about it um, for me is definitely sorry um, the medium I'm I'm really really excited about that game um, and and I believe that one is is exclusive to Xbox. Yeah, I think it is too. Um, yeah, because like, yeah, like I feel like a, a lot of the like it, they they didn't really do the. I think maybe they. I don't know if it was just they didn't want to have it every single time they showed a game. It's a Series X exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> or or whatever, but but yeah, for whatever reason, like almost all those games that we've seen at at that show were like almost all like were um were exclusives. But like people had to find that out after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, like for me, medium. Um, I did watch some video footage of the old version of Scorn, like the one that was like in the process of of supposedly being canceled or was canceled. Yeah. 
like so scorn scorn apparently is something that kind of has existed in limbo but there was kind of this like it had been considered canceled and and was revived basically by microsoft yeah um so scorn i mean that that game looks really weird and interesting and and so that's definitely a, a me game yeah and like i and i love the alien movies and all that stuff too so like you know like that kind of stuff definitely is interesting for me and just uh, like the whole puzzle solving stuff that it kind of looks like it's going to be doing yeah. is interesting but but yeah like as far as like story stuff goes like like the story or the character stuff that we've got you know in the videos and things that we've seen you know obviously like uh, hellblade 2 is definitely like very very high on that list um but yeah medium the medium um um the what was the is it the um whatever of the sea uh, uh what was call, that call the, of the sea call of the sea yeah yeah that that one that's the one that was more of the like you know like really cool looking indie kind of like like really cool looking uh, uh art style kind of one that that was i believe some people said was seemed like it might be similar to like a like a um you know, like the typical kind of really, really well done indie games that that we've seen throughout the time. Um, so I like that one. Like, really looked good, and I'm I'm interested in that a lot as well. Um, yeah, and then you know, like I I just want I just want to know more about Halo. Like so bad. I know, and we're getting that huge <laughs> no, event. Seriously. We're getting that huge event in July, revealing it, it, it. I'm sure they're gonna like. I'm sure you know they're gonna have a little bit more Hellblade there. They're probably gonna have Outer Worlds DLC there. They're probably gonna have you know uh, uh, quite a few things, but they're mm-hmm. gonna just they're gonna annihilate people with Halo information. Uh, and mm-hmm. as someone who has been itching to go back through and play the campaigns in order. Like yeah. story order like start with reach and move through the campaigns and i yeah. as soon as my streaming thing is set up like probably gonna do that i've been itching to play through halo and the halo campaigns and the gears campaigns again like all of them yeah 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 for me definitely i i want i've been itching to play reach because i i have never i've never really played that the uh that one um so yeah. Like that was the only one for whatever reason that I just missed. I I just ew. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, but. I I played the first three levels of Reach, and then like when it came out, and then mm-hmm. some things happened, and and life happens, and I just got pulled away from it, and I never I never went back. You know, I I, I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, there's probably a couple of reasons why I didn't go back, but I just you know just didn't go back to it, and. Now that it's part of the Master Chief collection and it looks great, mm-hmm. like when we played it for uh, uh, Pod and Play, mm-hmm. it looks yeah. great. Like it looks mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, those those textures and just I, for for some reason, Bungie knows how to make good looking. Like because the mm-hmm. what they say, I think they said Halo Three. All the assets were produced at 4K ready, but they mm-hmm. couldn't be. They, they couldn't do it because of the 
the lack of the power on the 360, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they had to scale all down to like 600p or something. So those mm-hmm. assets and, and moving into reach, it's, you know, obviously they unlocked the power of the 360 and made it look better and moving mm-hmm. into 720p or whatever. But, you know, Bungie knows how to make assets look great and be mm-hmm. sc- sc- like look great scalable, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I've been trying to get this stupid Destiny achievement to pop f- for two days. I finally got it to <laughs> pop. That was the one thing. Like, I, I loaded up Destiny while we were recording because there's a, uh, I wanted to get the weapon from Zura this weekend. Uh, yeah. The Cerberus plus one is awesome gun. Uh, yeah. And he's selling it. But uh, I was trying to look it up how to do it, and I logged out of my account, switched, like, I logged out of my xbox live account relocked yeah. back in chose my hunter and it unlocked as soon as i went into orbit seriously dude i've been trying to get it unlocked i've been trying to get that stupid achievement to unlock since forsaken came out forsaken not shadow keep forsaken and it popped <laughs> for me today so and it's nice. a it's a 60 point achievement <laughs> so that's why you're 14 points ahead of me now yeah <laughs> in, in our uh I'm only I'm only nine hundred I'm only three hundred and forty points away from perfecting destiny. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, man, I'm I by the way, this I tweeted out the other day, and I know this doesn't have anything to do with Series X. My gamer score has been stuck at an odd number since the three sixty because I played Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. for like 20 minutes yeah. and one of the achievements is a seven point achievement yeah and there's a 13 point achievement in there also mm-hmm. and i'm like half t- i'm i'm looking at it because now i'm like looking at achievements and uh we we talked a little bit about it a couple weeks ago but i'm like really into like trying to get the as many achievements as i can in the games that i'm playing now mm-hmm. uh again like i was trying to do achievement hunting and then I just, I stopped because I wanted to play more games, but now I want to spend more times with the games that I'm playing. So I'm going to try to get more achievements. I'm thinking about going back to Lego, Lego pirates of the Caribbean, just to get that one achievement. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> oh, so you can, so, so you're not, uh, so it's not, yeah. Uh, so it's not off. Cause like I have, yeah. <laughs> I have, f- uh, 45,000, 497 achievement points <laughs> can't i can't I'm sorry just can't so there's a three point achievement it's a, it's 13 points but yes oh okay okay but yes it is uh <laughs> so uh, uh it's yeah, just that's... angering me so i i have been thinking about going back to that but uh anyways uh halo I can't wait for Halo, man. It, I, yeah. this is a, a lot of people are saying this is a make or break Halo for Microsoft. Do you think that's true? Do you think? I mean, I no. To be fair though, nobody liked four, and four is my favorite Halo game. Mm-hmm. And then five was. I've been playing a lot of Halo Five multiplayer recently. It plays great. It feels great. The mm-hmm. customization is cool. Uh, it's a little shallow in terms of what shooters are doing these days in terms of like weapon progression and perks mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they could implement that kind of stuff in there, but like 
it feels fun to play, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. the campaign, I, I've played through the campaign three times. I still can't tell you what happened in that campaign. Yeah. So well, that was, was that the one with the airplane things that we had to fly the, the ships that yep. we had to fly? Yep. <laughs> that's, okay. Cause I was like, I'm pretty sure that's all I remember of that game is those stupid plant ship things and us crashing like a million times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, but yeah. what do you what do you want from Halo Infinite? What do you expect it to be? Like, it feels like it's going to be drastically different. Yeah, I'm. I don't like I you know like I don't want to say that because I because they've kind of I I'm pretty sure that it's not going to be a Destiny type game. Yeah, a lot of people seem to um, think it's going to be that, but. I mean, I think it's going to be a game as a service, but that just tells me they're going to add stuff. Like, Halo 4 had this really cool separate mode called Spartan Ops. Yeah. And it's in it's in the Master Chief Collection, and it's just like this series. Like, they added new missions every week for you to do cooperatively. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the missions were okay. Some of them were kind of bad, but they were fun to play co-op, right? Yeah. And if they execute that better... That's what I'm expecting as their game as a service type thing where like, okay, you complete this mission, you can get this cool unlock for your Spartan and maybe like the armor and the, you know, perks of the of the armor that you can unlock during Spartan Ops will help you do Mm -hmm. stuff, certain things in uh, multiplayer, like maybe you can run faster, maybe you can, you know, get a jetpack or something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like little things like that. I... I'm. I, this is what I think. I think. I think if anything, it's gonna be maybe something more similar to, uh, uh, like, I guess kind of almost like a like an Assassin's Creed or a, you know like more of like that kind of traditional like RPG open world, oh, like you where think, you think it is gonna go full like kind of. Sure, RPG kind of. Well, kind of, but but not like I I think I don't know that it would be quite as off the rails mm-hmm. as that. But I do like one thing I do actually think. Well, and maybe this is just me with doing wishful thinking, but they have so many cool flying vehicles, like massive flying vehicles in yeah. those games. Why have we never been able to pilot those and actually go places, like actually fly the vehicles places? Yeah. Like I, I would like to see actual like, like space combat like stuff and things like that actually, kind of somewhat happening outside of your traditional Halo stuff. Yeah. You know, like I would like to see. You know, like you actually getting to to do stuff on on the ship while you're in in transit to whatever other place, you know, out in space. Yeah. Like I would I would like to see because, you know, with the Series X and the next next series, uh, you know, the next generation of games like and I know I, I know this is going to be, you know, this game will be on the new the the consoles that we have right now. But but like that's the kind of stuff that that I feel like will be 
the 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 standout thing that that will show off the the um you know the power of these consoles is not you know not necessarily how good something looks but how in depth you can now go with certain things that that just would have been way too much of an undertaking mm-hmm. in the past to try to deliver on and so like I do think they could do some form of that in this game I don't think we would get full on you know the, this game just because unfortunately you know like it, it still needs to be able to play on the old consoles yeah um but I do think that that we could get some a little bit more interaction with some of the the other vehicles and things that we've seen ships and stuff that we've seen uh in in the in the franchise and that and that's kind of where I was going more so with like the um the mass effect kind of stuff yeah it's just because like I feel like in mass effect there there was there was some stuff with like well, in there you had like a, you know, like in in Destiny you have your uh, your kind of your meeting place that you can go to where there's like all your, you know, shops or things that you can do like that. Mm-hmm. But I like I would like to see something where like your meeting space is like a, a ship that's, that's just like you know flying out in, in space and like you know you can walk around the ship while it's flying through space and you can like look out the windows and see like space out the windows happening you know while you're while you're kind of running from place to place or you know like talking to whoever you need to and like i would like to see it be taken to more outside of just being like on on the you know surface of a planet or whatever yeah. i would like to see some of it take place like you know other places as well yeah yeah i i wonder because like it's it seems like from just from the little bits of the trailers that we've been seeing is like it looks like we're going to a halo Mm -hmm. uh, like a like a maybe the game whole game takes place there but also Mm -hmm. maybe not oh my xbox controller (laughs) is vibrating sorry everybody uh so like i i really don't know like are yeah. we going to go to Earth? Are we going to go to another planet? Are we going to go to, like, the Promethean's home world? Are we going to go, you know, are we going to go anywhere else? Or is this game going to be, like, an open-world Halo? Like, are we going to be able to run mm-hmm. around the whole Halo? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are we going to be able to yeah. drive a warthog all the way around the, the ring? Uh, so, I don't really know. And that, on one hand, that excites me that we can go anywhere on this Halo and just do missions or whatever. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's like I kind of want my traditional Halo experience where we're like yeah. visiting all these cool places, seeing all these cool, you know, new and old enemies and flying mm-hmm. vehicles and driving vehicles and uh, mm-hmm. fighting cool, huge bosses and stuff like that. Like, I want to see something like that, too. So I I, mm-hmm. I wonder how they're going to do that, you know, and, mm-hmm. and to me, I think that they can't drastically change Halo but they also mm-hmm. need to drastically change Halo at the same time. So mm-hmm. there's a balance there that they need to strike. And, and I don't know, man, like Halo five didn't do it for people. I like the multiplayer and I like mm-hmm. blasting bad guys. Like the level design and the campaign was fun. I just don't have any idea what happened. So, uh, yeah, I hope that they can tell a cohesive story while still achieving what they want to do 
with Halo and I and uh, you know if if there's like a kind of like you know similar similar to what Destiny does where like they give you a proper kind of campaign to play through and then there's an end game that you do with a like your created Spartan that you use for multiplayer stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if they could do something interesting with that that idea. Uh, but I don't know, man. Halo's Halo is the big question mark, and we'll find out more about that in July. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm very excited I, for Halo. I would I wouldn't even be surprised though if we get a sneak, a little sneak peek of it at this thing that's going on this month. The one, the thing at IGN, or yeah, the the yeah, because they're you know like they said that they're they're gonna kind of be part of that at some point. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I'm sure Phil Spencer will be on Unlocked and give us tidbits, and I'm sure uh, something will be on there. Uh, yeah. Is does Microsoft have any? Oh, the Cuphead DLC, I'm sure, will be there too. Yeah, because uh, that's yeah, cause... supposedly releasing soon, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think so because I thought I saw I, th- I thought I saw a commercial or a preview for it. Yeah, I, I think it was supposed to come out in May, and then it kind of like got delayed because of COVID, because it's ruining everybody's lives. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know that. Yeah, that was supposed to be out soon. So. Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, honestly, I feel like we could do a whole episode just on talking about Halo, like what what we think, you know, like what what we would like to see or what we think could happen. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I I do I honestly like I would love like a a, a Halo version of Far Cry. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean like that would basically be cool. that would be awesome. <laughs> like if you like you know, just got to take out outposts that the Covenant has or the Prometheans have taken mm-hmm. over or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the the little robot guys, the, you know, like the Guilty mm-hmm. Spark and, and, you know, like those old yeah. characters or like, and maybe you have to take these terminals back over to gain control of Cortana, who has, you know, gone rampant. And maybe that's, mm-hmm. maybe that's how you kind of bring her back home, you know, and like, yeah, contain her rampancy is taking out these towers and and you know you unlock all the uh, a specific number of towers to bring her down and then you, maybe you bring them all so, down to like make the you know kind of like Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. did where like yeah you could go straight to Ganon and fight him right but if you take these yeah. take down the the divine beast it makes the fight a lot easier uh, yeah you know and, and and you know make it Far Cry that way and maybe you open up more parts of the map when you do that, you know, so like yeah. synchronization points for Assassin's Creed almost. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, because I think, I think more, uh, more of that, or like you said, Assassin's Creed, you know, like kind of more of that open world would, f- would suit it better because, because yeah, you can still technically go around and, do stuff that you want to like side missions and things like that but there's still a main like really really big you know story driven part of everything that you're doing right you know like whereas with like i mean destiny has like a really big story and stuff as well but but well, they, they, but they, well, I, yeah, no, not, I know, I know. You mean. Like, I mean, I mean, big as being in, there's a lot of lore, but there's, 
it's not necessarily all being spilled out for you like it would, you know, in this. Yeah. You know, like I think because, you know, like they're they're in the the uh, they're in the idea that they want to continuously add to it. So they they don't want to dump everything all on you or all at once, you know. Right. Um. So, you know, so obviously like, yeah, they would they you're going to get that story that you really, really want from a Halo game. But but you're going to also kind of be given like, you know, I would like to see more more lore stuff brought brought in and maybe maybe like for people who maybe aren't super familiar with like the lore of, or the fran- of the franchise, mm-hmm. like have stuff kind of be brought in there that kind of, you know, in some sense kind of, you know, knocks you over the head with it and like is blunt about like what this is from or you know like like just for people you know people that that know the franchise know the lore will be like oh yeah of course obviously that's what that is but but people who you know are newer or like like me like there's things i love but i just i never i'm so bad at remembering things in general it's really hard for me to try to keep like so like all the things that i love like keep the super you know intense details of things in my brain (laughs) so like there's you know there's like i've played a lot of the halo stuff but there's there's a lot i still couldn't tell you yeah um because i never really read the books or any of that kind of stuff but um you know like i would like to see just more lore stuff and and i'm guessing that there's got to be moments that we'll get that'll be like a nostalgic type of things of like you know like kind of like uh inside jokes and things like that you know yeah. but but like that's what i want is i just because i i feel like you know i i loved i loved playing the you know four and five like i i liked a lot of the you know the aesthetic looks of of how they've kind of uh brought it forward mm-hmm. i think they they've been doing an amazing job with that like making the guns look better every game and just you know making things look really cool um but i think the one thing that the last game lacked was just kind of that that, that uh wittiness mm-hmm. of in certain ways because you know like that the, the like and I think maybe part of it was because Master Chief wasn't really as much of a big deal, you know, or wasn't a big part of that game, mm-hmm. um, and you know, for the most part, you know, because like I look at Master Chief as like the the, um, you know, like almost like the Evil Dead series where <laughs> where you know like he's he's the witty like goofy like in some ways, but you know, but he's good at what he does kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, like, I I think it was just kind of missing missing that aspect of it, and I, I would like to see you know just a lot of that kind of stuff being brought, yeah, brought back into it again. So, yeah, I uh, I would really like to to see this you know Master Chief really be a focus again. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. it's not like I mean I think you know. Gears is different because, like, it was su- it's such a team dynamic, and mm-hmm. you know, in that original trilogy, you did play as Marcus the whole through the whole trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and then you know moving on to JD and Kate and Dell and the, and the and the new ones, but like they transition that well, and like Marcus is still there, right? Cole is still mm-hmm. there, but they transition into that new team pretty. I would say pretty seamlessly. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and I really like that, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that would work with Halo, unless they well, like, like I I always felt like the numbered entries should focus on chief. And if you want to tell side stories, Mm -hmm. put a subtitle on it, you know, like that's, you know, halo wars, halo reach ODST, like, yeah, you know, and, and that's, I think that's what everybody didn't like about halo five is because you played as lock for all, but three missions, I think. And there's what 14 or 15 missions in there. Yeah. uh, In a series that's supposed to, uh, you know, be around master chief and, the story didn't line up with the marketing, you know, like I, I thought the marketing was so cool. Mm-hmm. It was chief versus lock, you know, what side are you going to choose and you know, what's the decision you're mm-hmm. going to make. And, and mm-hmm. not that I wouldn't, I'm not opposed to the series following lock at any point, but I think like maybe you just call it halo colon lock, you know? And, yeah. And, and, yeah. Or, or, or I think you kind of touched on something though. I think, I think you could do continue the series without without Master Chief in in some form of way, but it's all about the efficiency or the uh, your ability to to work you know to work the character in and not just kind of feel like it's something that was just dumped on you mm-hmm. like it like you know it, it almost felt like it was just kind of like well here you go you know like you want to play a halo game but you know we really don't we you know like we don't have any way for you to play as master chief right now because he you know he he is whatever and mm-hmm. you know like the, they didn't it didn't really feel like it was something that they really built into well like you know, you got like you said, you could have like a side. They should have had a side game that that kind of really helped you understand this character and like that you could character, have, and then it kind of slowly eased you in. You could have, you know, you like they did easily, with years. You could have easily had like a Halo four point five style game that starred Locke and uh, Fireteam Osiris, and really mm-hmm. explore the dynamic of that team. Because like, I think the biggest problem with Halo five was like not only did you not know who Locke was or, you know, the only person that ever has ever appeared in the series before was mm-hmm. Nathan Fillion's character, Buck, and he was an mm-hmm. ODST, right? But mm-hmm. how did he become a Spartan? You know, how you could have really explored, like, how they all became Spartans and why they're looking for Master Chief. Mm-hmm. And then Halo 5 would have been the continuation of that story, right? Like, I mm-hmm. think that would have been a better way to go about it. Uh so I, I don't know. I I would hate to lose Master Chief, but also Halo, Halo is almost like Star Wars at this point, where like mm-hmm. the universe is mm-hmm. so much bigger than one character or one set of characters that like there's mm-hmm. cool stories everywhere that you could be telling. Yeah, about yeah, especially how, in war. <laughs> yeah, and look how many like Spartans are all listed missing in action, right? Like they're never listed as killed in action. They're all missing in action. Like you could, there's a hundred and I think there's like 140 something Spartan twos 
you know, mm-hmm. like like Master Chief. And I mean, yeah, George dies at Reach, right? And spoilers for people who didn't play Reach, but it's ten years old. You should have played it by now. Uh, obviously, they all die, uh, but you know, you could explore like where's Spartan one hundred three? What's what's his story? Like, where did he get lost at? You know, or mm-hmm. uh, where's Spartan O seven one? Or you know what I mean? Like, you could explore. Yeah these different characters and like how important they are in, or like where's like, where's blue, like how did blue team come back when, you know, master chief halo one through four master chiefs all alone. And all of a sudden, like all of a sudden blue team is like back and ready to go, you know, like, yeah, yeah. You could have explored like where blue team got lost and they're finding their way back to master chief would have also been a cool game to explore. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There, you know, that's the thing. It's, it, it is like, and I was thinking the same thing. It is a lot like Star Wars. And, and, you know, like I, I do believe at some point there will have to be a, a change in the cast, or if they just decide to just end the series, mm-hmm. you know, where, where it's at, you know, or whatever. But I, mean, I, I don't think, think that's going to happen. I think Halo's too big to just end. Yeah, but I can see it at some point, especially with all the studios they bought and all the IP they're investing in. I could see Halo taking a backseat to another IP at some point. You know, it doesn't like yeah. Halo's been carrying the load for Xbox for so long, and yeah, Gears yeah. has helped a lot, right? Through 360 mm-hmm. and Halo mm-hmm. or Gears Five, especially. Uh, I would almost say Gears is has already passed Halo in quality, at least. Uh, I'm not sure about mm-hmm. sales or. You know, Game Game Pass makes everything so different now. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Halo has had to carry the burden of the Xbox brand for so long that, like, I I also feel like if other like these other games that you know, not Halo games, but you know, other Xbox games come out mm-hmm. and are quality, awesome titles, that they could alleviate the stress and pressure of making an awesome Halo game. You know, it would allow 343 to do maybe smaller games, maybe a $40 campaign with no multiplayer, you know, or an add-on or something, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they could do these smaller story experiences that make Halo more interesting and more palpable. And, like, you could even do... You don't even have to be a Spartan, right? You could do, like, a a different genre, right? Like, Halo Wars worked really Mm -hmm. well. Like, you could do, like, a maybe you do like a, a telltale style game in the halo universe. Maybe you make a, a I don't know, a, a warthog racing game. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can do <laughs> yeah. different things within the universe that aren't necessarily surrounding the Spartans. Right. Yeah. So, or, or even, you know, like just isn't even, a, or isn't following the Spartans necessarily in, in war you could have it like where there there's like certain other parts of it you know like kind of uh oh i mean that would be in war but like you know like i like talking about all this like still to this day uh uh rogue uh for star wars you know like rogue one is is my favorite is my favorite star wars movie at this mm-hmm. point yeah and it's like you know like that that was focusing on all the other things in the machine that are happening. Yeah, you didn't even to, see a lightsaber until to... the end of the movie, right? Like that Yeah. It 
that was i mean i think that's what people want from star wars as well like look how well the mandalorian's doing right Um, yeah yeah it's it's everything everybody wants from from star wars and and yeah i know you and i are on the wrong end of history apparently but like we like we like the new movies right but like Mm -hmm. like like you said like star wars doesn't have to focus on jedi to have a cool story told yeah and yeah like yeah and i'm and i'm like i'm just in general though like i'm i welcome change Mm -hmm. uh and sometimes in in areas that some people don't want it Mm -hmm. and and so like you know for me like i i want them to to be able to still make a good halo game but i want i want them to kind of uh, push themselves and and really challenge themselves to you know not have to rely on master chief to make a, a good game yeah. and some may say that you know that they tried that and and five and it failed but yeah, but, but they also had two games that, that were awesome, right? Like yeah, they had yeah. Reach and ODST, and I know those weren't number numbered titles, but they they yeah. were great Halo games that didn't have Master Chief. Yeah, so and ODST well, you weren't even a Spartan. Like ODSTs, like was was awesome because you weren't even a Spartan. You were just a a a OD, like a a basic Marine, pretty much like an elite Marine in an ODST. But like, yeah, you know. So. Well, and you know, yeah, it's I, you know, and the thing is, is obviously when when something fails, that you don't just give up on it, anyways. And they, and they, you know, obviously they weren't going to give up on it, but um, but you know, like I think, I personally think that that this game, like the the odds of it just not you know turning out to not be good, are so like slim to none. Because I think they've really just, you know, they've used what they've learned from from the, you know, five not doing well and and stuff. And I and I think that, you know, that's why they've really just been taking their time. And Microsoft, you know, with them having a new console coming out that they could just say, hey, you know what, we don't need to you don't need to be get this done like now we, we you know we plan on bringing a new console out eventually and and you know so you're going to have a good chunk of time to just really work on this and and you know make this a good game mm-hmm. you know i think i think that's definitely something that we are going to see more of we're all kind of you know we're kind of already getting to see a little bit of it um with microsoft just giving giving time or or letting letting these uh, these uh, different studios really just do passion projects if they want to, and things like that. And I think I think if they do start going back to doing the not numbered Halo games, that those would be like the chance to really, you know, kind of ease us into a world that that Master Chief might not always be the focus of you know yeah and and uh yeah i i just you know i would like to see master chief continue on obviously but at the same time i also don't mind if they want to change things and because like you said there's so much more than just master chief 
you know, in the universe that that there's plenty of stuff that they could kind of, you know, take us on a trip through and, and you know, learn about different other aspects of these things that are going on. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Halo Infinite, uh, I'm ex- I'm I mean, I'm really excited. I don't know if I have too much more to say on it until, you know, obviously the July xbox event happens i th- i do think we're gonna get a trailer for a new trailer for it though at the yeah ign event just i think it's gonna be a tease for the event in july obviously yeah so uh i and I'll, I'll go as far to say that i think we will get a little glimpse of actual on console gameplay yeah but you know because you know how they a lot of the times they did where um where in E3 we would see stuff and then like, or or we would see stuff ahead of time, but then it was like then later on they'd have a bigger show that that would really just break down mm. like what what you know like n- go beyond what we've already seen you know just give people enough to get them excited really really excited again yeah yeah. So, uh are there any other games on this list uh that you want to talk about before we get into some you know kind of what we would like to see or some predictions or or something no just like i said you know the the medium looks like an amazing like story kind of thing that i that that's definitely something like right up my alley of of games that i i like to play so yeah you know the whole the whole uh connection to uh you know, Silent Hill kind of stuff going on with that and all that. I'm I'm really excited for that. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Obviously, I've talked mm-hmm. enough about that. I'm very excited for uh, Hellblade Two. We already talked about that too. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm that initial trailer was amazing. Uh, and, yeah. You know, I think I I think they did confirm that that's running on Unreal five uh so Mm -hmm. or you know a prototype version of it so yeah well and and you know like when when they said that i'm like well no wonder like because honestly still to this day out of all the video footage or trailers or anything that we've seen of any game so far that is still i think the best looking one yeah i mean it's all in engine too right yeah that they confirm that so like yeah the I, Ninja Theory is just working with just I I don't know what they're working with over there. It's just amazing. I love yeah. that, and I I follow Melina Jurgensen on on Instagram, and she, like she's been posting like facial capture stuff that they're doing, mm-hmm. and and uh, it's it's just awesome. And she's she's talking about like the they she's actually going through like workouts that you know they like they would do in like the Avengers to get ready for this role because she's more, you know, I mean her arms and stuff are more exposed and she's actually wearing armor and it looks like we're going to, it looks like this game's going to be a little bit more of a meteor experience than, than Hellblade. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, which I'm all for, like I would love, I would love Hellblade two to be their horizon zero dawn. Honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah as much as I love that first game and that experience, I would love to see them take Senua and just blow her out of the water and make her an instant stand in for like a, 
you know, yeah. Aloy or Lara Croft or, yeah. you know, like get, yeah. put her in an open world that I can go do cool stuff in. And it looks like we're going to be fighting yeah. big monsters and stuff too yeah. this time yeah. around. Yeah. Like I could, yeah, I could definitely see them, you know, like she would be the female face of Xbox. Like, you know, yeah. you've got master chief and, and, you know, Kate and stuff, but like she would be like the, like, master chief level yeah. of like the female characters of xbox like yeah. i could definitely see that i mean if you're gonna build a stable of iconic characters i mean you know I mean, we're not like exactly huge playstation fans but like you look at their stable of characters you can't deny that all mm-hmm. all of them are iconic right like kratos mm-hmm. aloy i mean spider-man i guess you could put mm-hmm. in there nathan drake uh mm-hmm. joel and ellie from the last of us Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, Jack and Daxter, like mm-hmm. Sack Boy from Little Big Planet. Uh, mm-hmm. There, there's so many characters that you look at, and like that's Sony. That's that's Sony. You know, their stable of iconic characters is almost as big as Nintendo's at the at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, mean, I mean, not that big, but you know, just as recognizable. Most of them. So, yeah, yeah, I would love to see. Xbox, you know, I mean, it's been it's been Marcus and Halo, and uh, you know, whatever Forza has on the cover of their, Car. their yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's literally just Marcus and and Master Chief driving in a Lamborghini down the road in Australia somewhere in Forza Three, like, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I I would I would love to see Senua take that mantle, right? Like. Mm-hmm. You just look at it like a, you look at like a, you know how PlayStation Studios just unveiled their new intro. Like I would love to see the Xbox games studios do that with like, you know, you would have Chief and then Senua and then Kate and then, uh, you know, whoever the main character of the new Fable game is and Joanna Dark and Conquer. Mm-hmm. Like you could, like they have the characters. They just need the games mm-hmm. to make those characters more iconic, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll, I'll be honest, you know, like, like uh, this was something that kind of came across my mind uh, the other day that I wonder if um, Sunset Overdrive uh, would have been a bigger game and people would have cared about it more if they had actually based it around an, an actual character that that, you know, has some you know, like has, has a purpose because like, you know, ultimately in that game, like you made your character, like, so, so you, you just were basically, you know, like making a random kind of character and there was no like main, you know, like really important character that you were playing as in that game, you know, yeah. like, like it, it just didn't have that kind of, like, an, know, like, like an existing character or like, or like, just like a okay you either play as the male or female person in this game yeah like instead that's of like I mean. instead like, of a like you're spider character. like you know yeah. like in spider-man you're playing as spider-man or in you know and and halo you're playing as master chief and then yeah. you know and like actually have like a you know even a protagonist hell, you can identify yeah, with instead yeah, of just yeah even even you know titanfall you're playing as as a like as a pilot but but at least they got across to you like how important these pilots are, you know, like, 
Yeah. You know, like they made figures of them and everything, you know, like, so like, I, I just wonder if like, it was almost too, too loose with the, with a character building or any of that kind of stuff. So it was just kind of like, I feel like now, you know, like, especially when the, you know, the story for people that, that are on PlayStation where, you know, like we want you know, single single player games that are like about actual characters and mm-hmm. you know, that are actually, you know, like people that that can be something that you recognize in the world and, and be like, hey, that's Sony, you know, like you know, it was kind of missing missing that aspect of mm-hmm. of Sunset Overdrive. And so I think it that's why it kinda of got lost, you know, in the in the ether. Yeah. Um but yeah, because like you know, like Alan with Alan Wake, like I mean that was a big like character, and people loved that idea of that. And then yeah. you know they've kind of been changing who the character that you play as, and now you know we have control, and people are like, oh look at all the Alan Wake stuff in it, and this and that, you know, like mm. like that. I think that that was another thing that was kind of a bummer. Like for those games, is they you know like they did have a single player character and it was, it was very interesting and important characters. In I mean, they roles. did it on Xbox One also with Quantum Break, yeah. right? Like they had yeah. they yeah. had Iceman from X Men and you know like I it, yeah, it's it it just I think I think a lot of these games suffered also from just like xbox not really being the platform people wanted to be on at the beginning of the generation two you know because like i mean sony had that problem with the playstation 3 right with resistance Mm and and kill zone and and uh Mm -hmm. uh there's something else too that they that just like people didn't want that you know like Mm -hmm. it it just i think it helps when you're when your system is popular and you have the the liberties and the to to take chances and stuff but yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, and Xbox, they, Xbox has struck gold, I think with game pass. And I think these studios are going to be able to take the Liberty cause they're not yeah. relying on that income. They're, you know, relying on game pass subscriptions mm-hmm. now. And, and, you know, well, and I'll be, I'll be honest. The only, like the, the, when you go to the stores right now, at least by me, the only <clears throat> console you can still find any of left is, <clears throat> is PlayStation. Yeah all the xbox consoles and stuff are all gone in the in the playstation and the uh switches and all that stuff are gone but you can they still had like four or five playstations uh pros at uh at the the store by me yeah and and that might just be because so many more people already have them Mm -hmm. but but that's the thing though too is on the same end of it when I go on Facebook and stuff lately, I see a lot of people. Whenever they're talking about the new console that they got, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's I got a, I finally got an Xbox One X, or yeah. I finally got this, or I finally got that. Well, it's you also know, like, it also helps that the S is also like what 150 bucks most places now, yeah. and at the I mean mm-hmm. you often you often see the quote unquote loser start selling consoles at the end of a generation too because. The console's mm-hmm. cheap. There's a ton of awesome games for cheap, right? And it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt that Xbox has Game Pass now, and you can all, you can play all those games for free pretty much, or you know, your mm-hmm. first month for a dollar or whatever, right? Like, yeah. it just yeah, Xbox is striking that too. So uh, yeah, 
it's cool. Like I, I think, I think Xbox is going to have a real leg up in, in the future. So I, I really yeah. do. Uh, not yeah. that like, I know people are really excited for Sony and what they're going to have. And I know they're making <laughs> a big announcement concerning their first party games for, uh, you know, the, the, uh, what do you call it? Their, uh, first party stuff in the PlayStation five. But, uh, you know, I, I think, I think Xbox is going to be able to back it up too. You know, I think, mm-hmm. I think just a tease of whatever the initiative is working on, which I still think is perfect dark, whatever playground games is working on, which I still think is fable. Uh, I, th- mm-hmm. I think you're going to be able to garner a lot of interest. Plus like, mm-hmm. even if they tease something like banjo or conquer or, or even battle toads related, like, those mm-hmm. pe- like that there's enough nostalgia there for people that grew up with Nintendo 64 and stuff to to be excited mm-hmm. for too. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think Xbox has a really positive future moving forward even if Sony does have a list of outstanding games. Like I'm like I'm not going to lie to you. Like I I really like some well not all but most of Sony's first party stuff. Like when Horizon 2 gets announced you better believe I'm going to be getting a PlayStation five to play that game or God of war mm-hmm. five, or I didn't really care for Spider-Man, but I'll play it if I have one, right? Like mm-hmm. not that Spider-Man was a bad game. I actually popped it in today because I needed to update my PlayStation and grab my free games for the month. Uh, <laughs> and it wasn't even plugged in. So I just plugged it in and updated it. And uh, I, I, and like I hadn't really, I couldn't remember what the games looked like on my new TV. So like I popped in God of War, and I popped in Spider Man and Horizon and Uncharted Four, and I'm I really like those four series, right? Like I really like mm-hmm. those series, and uh, mm-hmm. you know I really hope that rumor of the order is true. We're ready at dawn owns the IP still, and like maybe they'll be prepping a sequel for Xbox uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. or multi-platform or whatever. And I, I would really mm-hmm. like to see the order 1886 get a shot again because mm-hmm. cool concept, cool characters, cool weapons. I just re- wish ready at dawn would have really just totally ripped off gears of war instead of, uh, <laughs> you know, making mm-hmm. whatever that game was. It was a walking sim with some light shooting mechanics and a lot of quick time events. So mm-hmm. and a lot of yeah. uh, werewolf dongs. So yes, we'll see. That's the thing is like, I, um, like I remember when that first got, a, uh, kind of was, uh, announced and stuff and it looked really cool. But then, yeah, like there, there was just a lot about it that just t- completely turned me off. It, it just wasn't the kind of experience that, that I was hoping for. Yeah. Um, I, I've never played it, but I, you know, like I still, there was, you know, was watching. Yeah. It's a cool game. Like I, I like the game as a, as a story driven kind of thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. but like, I wish they would have just, if they would have just made that game gears of war, that game would (laughs) have been so much, you know, it would have been so much more successful. It would have been so much more, uh, I think people would still be talking about it to this day, Mm -hmm. you know? but we'll see like what I, I, and, and this probably would never, will never come back, but I still to this day, I just would love to see, uh, nightmare creatures come back, uh, from the PS2 era and PS1 era. Yeah. Um, 
it would basically like what it would basically be is like almost like a mix between uh um bloodborne and um like uh i don't know what the uh starship troopers i don't know yeah <laughs> like just because like nightmare creatures was just was i don't know it was just something about it how like all the weird crazy things creature things that you you know that had to fight and stuff um i just would love to see that one come back yeah and if if it came back on xbox only that would be awesome (laughs) but i but i like again i doubt it i doubt that will ever happen but yeah um but other stuff let's see other stuff like do you have anything else that you can think of that you're in particular that we uh we could maybe possibly see see here for Xbox. Uh, things that I that I think we could see. Yeah, like because I mean cause that, that's kind of what we were just yeah, talking about uh, predictions. I mean, I think we're gonna see a Halo Collector's Edition revealed. Uh, which if it's if it's just like a Master Chief helmet again, like Halo Three, <laughs> you better believe <laughs> I'll be getting that. Uh, or this time it will be the oh, it'll be the the chess part yeah. <laughs> like and then 10 years later the yeah. halo will come with the rest of the body and then yeah. if you've collected them all you can have a whole entire master <laughs> master chief uh yeah. armor <laughs> um yeah i honestly i really don't know what else we could see in terms of just like series x stuff i would i would love to see them tease some some stuff i i'm sure we'll see uh uh what the outer outer worlds dlc uh i'm trying to think of stuff that we would see for series x specifically we might see a, a tease for obsidian's next game we'll probably see mm-hmm. an exiles next game we'll probably mm-hmm. see uh, uh uh compulsion games hasn't released a game since we happy few mm-hmm. we'll probably see something that they're working on right like they could be working yeah. on a you know, we happy few too. That's like a, a real Bioshock st- style story, you know, yeah. instead of, uh, you know, one that was shoved into a survival game. Like I would love to see yeah. them do that. You know, yeah. I, I think, yeah, because I really liked, I really liked the beginning of that game when you were underground. And then the second that, that you left underground and came up on up, up above ground, that game just completely lost me. I just, had no interest in what I had played, you know? Yeah. So, but I did love the characters and I loved the whole idea of the, like, you know, the, these kind of mood, like altering kind of thing that, you know, that was going on the drugs that, you know, that where everyone was supposed to be happy. And Mm -hmm. so you had to make sure that you're taking your medication every, every day and whatever. Like I, I loved a lot about that game, but yeah, it just fell off so hard. <laughs> like at, at some point, very, very early in the game, mm-hmm. and it really, really was disappointing because yeah, I was loving the beginning of that game a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think we'll see. We'll probably see more of Psychonauts too. Honestly, uh, mm-hmm. that'll. Pro- yeah. I mean, that'll probably be across gen obviously uh i'm trying to look i do you think we do you think we'll see state of k3 um because i mean undead labs is i mean that game's been they just released what the juggernaut edition late last year they've got to be 
deep in development on a third game, right? I I actually I actually don't know with that game. Like the, the uh, honestly, out of all the out of all the studios that they have, that that's probably one of them. Like I mean, you know, obviously, like with the initiative or, or the uh, coalition or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's the one that I'm curious if they don't try to do a um, bleeding edge, you know, they're like their bleeding edge before, yeah. before going back to the series. Like if they, if, if Microsoft's going to have them do something different, you know, to kind of maybe get some ideas and, and things of other stuff kind of do something like that and then come back to, state of decay like i don't that's the thing is i'm i'm not quite sure how they're gonna handle that like that that studio if they're gonna just make them or just constantly only make state of decay games or if they're gonna be one that's kind of doing doing a small game and then a little bit bigger one the next year and it's small bigger you know like kind of the next time yeah i mean i would love to see a state of decay where like you and I can create our own character and just go like, mm. like a open world kind of like almost Minecraft, almost MMO ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Minecraft yeah. is a good example, but like, like an MMO ish RPG where you and I could party up and, and, mm-hmm. and move through the world and try to make like, you know, like make they're it. Elder Scrolls, basically online. Yeah, and like we could go through and and like I would love to create my own character. I don't want to have mm-hmm. like a, a a not a generic character, but you know, like one of the characters that you choose at the beginning. And just I would love to <laughs> just make my own character, and then when that character dies, I make a new one, right? Like I mm-hmm. I think that would be awesome to do and just survive as long as you can with mm-hmm. your friends and build forts and 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 uh. uh really build up locations, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, enough people have watched the walking dead. To know, I mean, I only watched through like season four, but like enough people know that like they started as a small group and you, you deal with people to, to, uh, you know, maybe you and I are walking through and we meet a group of people that mm-hmm. we don't know if they need our, if we need their help or not, but mm-hmm. we have a similar goal to take out this other camp and, Maybe they turn on us. Maybe we turn on them. And then after we take out that camp to try to get those resources, you know, maybe that's a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that would or be. Then the, or then maybe more of like a, almost some more of like a, like the division where they could have like a dark zone kind of area where you can have interactions with uh, people to get the better loot. Yeah. But, but, but like that area is known to be the place where everyone tries to go yeah. to get loot. And so you're, you may have to fight other people mm-hmm. in order to come leave with something good. You know? Yeah. That's actually really, like, yeah, that's actually a great comparison. That's a cool mm-hmm. thing. So, uh, also I think we, uh, you know, well, I guess we'll say on state of K. I would like to see, because like they did a lot of work to really make State of Decay two something interesting. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah, I know uh, Antonio Guia in front of the show is uh, has talked about that game a lot, and I think, uh, 
I think Luke has talked about it, and I, I just I just know that game has had kind of a resurgence lately with the Juggernaut yeah. edition, and mm-hmm. uh, you know it's it's uh, I don't know, man. I would really love to see that. I would I would love to see a a better version of that game. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it, just because I think it would be cool to like a division style game just to play, you know, and, and mm-hmm. smaller and more appealing to people who don't have a lot of time, you know. Yeah. But also well, and, like big enough to to be a whole kind of world to explore, you know. Yeah, and and the you know the thing that really I love about State of Decay, like you know the things that they really did that really made me love that you know the the first one and stuff and and where I think they could kind of move into um, that realm of doing a division game is. Yes, guns are part of State of Decay, but you don't really want to have to use them. Like mm-hmm. it could literally be like the the melee version of Division where you're you're trying to make all these cool, you know, melee weapons and stuff because yeah, you'd still have guns mm-hmm. and stuff, but but your focus is going to be finding the, guns the cool only, vehicles. Maybe the guns that, are only like a something that you use in like an emergency or like in a life or death situation where you have to use it to get out of a situation. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a a lot of the times how you do it in, in state of decay now, because you don't want to wake, you don't want to grab the attention of, of those bigger, you know, crazier uh, zombies that there are, or like the one that screams and will just like, attract all the any zombies that are in the area will just all come you know in a crazy because like they did so many cool things with two like you said like i love how there's just like every once in a while there's just a big parade of zombies that are just that are just kind of strolling through areas of the towns and they actually there's such a big mass of them that they kind of almost show up on the uh, on your on your uh, map or whatever mm-hmm. because because it is like okay if I got to go that way now I've got to be quiet uh, going through there I can't just drive my car through there uh, unless I have someone with me because they're gonna try to stop the car and then like start trying to attack the car and destroy it or pull or you know or get me or whatever yeah like like. You know, like that that game does so many amazing things. Ultimately, for me, and and I'm kind of sure it's the same for you. I just really did not like that uh, the survival, you know, like bringing the sacks of food and all that stuff constantly to your to your thing. Like I didn't like how quickly that stuff drained. Yeah, and and how like 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 you bring all this stuff and it did not feel very rewarding at all like because now it's like okay well it's draining even more now let's now i've got to try to trek all the way out to this place but unfortunately i you know searched this whole entire town and it barely gave me anything to really bring those numbers back up but it also didn't give me any kind of useful weapons that will you know, like last me to go to the next town or like there's just I felt like there was a lot of there's a lot of things that uh, systems in that game that were cool, 
but they they just weren't like completely uh done well yeah like, and so like yeah if they could definitely work out a work out a better system like you know perfect those systems um and maybe go a little bit lighter on the like i again like my favorite is still division like i love how division two and division one did the whole uh survival stuff Mm -hmm. of the brain you know like where you could go and you could bring you know water or whatever to these places but it was always plentiful like when you were out in the city and out in the town doing stuff like Mm -hmm. they had they did that so well the the kind of replenishing of water and things and being able to bring it places because you know like yeah maybe these towns that you're that you were in and uh and in a state of decay were were overtaken by zombies or whatever but there's still water i mean there's still you know there's still food there's still you know there should all these things because a lot of those towns and stuff were just out in the middle of the country yeah you know like i i mean i don't know it just it felt it felt like i like your the payoff of of searching places wasn't always uh that good in that game and i think if they could just really change some of those things about it and kind of improve on some of that stuff like like if they did do like a division kind of style game i would absolutely love that yeah melee you know melee melee driven uh division style game would be awesome yeah i yeah (laughs) <laughs> I would love that. Actually, I would actually be more inclined to play it. So, yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm trying to look at Xbox's other studios here. Uh, uh, I would I I think we're gonna see an Exiles uh, next project. I don't really know if they announce what they're working on or not, but uh, um, I forget what they're working on. Wait, didn't, yeah, didn't they? Didn't wasn't there? something uh wasteland 3 they just released uh so oh did that come out yeah uh, i think it's out already i think it's on game pass well it is on game pass but i think it was just a pre-download uh maybe i'm wrong i think let me see i think wasteland's out oh available august 28th so okay so we'll probably see more of that uh, yeah. I don't know if we'll see a tease of their next project, but obviously Obsidian is working on Grounded, and yeah, I'm. I mean, I would be shocked if they were working on something other than uh, Outer Worlds two, but they have such a big studio that that. What's Dude, going? I'm. I'm. I just want to know more about Grounded too. I'm super excited for that game. Mm-hmm. Like, I just. Because like when I when I see that I think like I think like Sea of Thieves but but only like you know more more RPG based and and just like you know out in the wild shrunken down kind of but it's like very similar to like you know like Sea of Thieves where it will be a fun game to play with friends mm-hmm. and just team up and go on crazy adventures and things like that you know yeah. like 
kind of what we had, had envisioned, you know, Sea of Thieves to be when they first were announcing it, you know. Yeah. Like they made it seem like you'd be going through caves and, like, go on, like, you know, like, actual dungeon crawls and stuff. Like, drive, you know, drive your boat to islands and go on these dungeon crawls and things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and that's that's what I could kind of see this game almost doing, but but in in the setting that it's in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think, I think grounded's going to be pretty big for them. Uh, yeah. ju- I mean, not necessarily in the Xbox space, but I think in the PC kind of survival space, it's going to be huge for them. Um, yeah. My guess is that, I mean, we'll see outer worlds DLC, but my guess is that they might be working on another pillars of eternity game. Uh, because dead fire j- is, just came out it's coming to switch what a mm-hmm. couple like a month or so and you know then we saw art from them that definitely looks like it's pillars of eternity so mm-hmm. yeah uh the only question i have now is well we know well no rares work. yeah <laughs> i mean playground I, like, that's gotta if... be playground though right like playground yeah. second team is so big like it's gotta be so, I don't know. I was going to say rare, but they're working on that that foresty type game also outside of Sea of Thieves. So, and we haven't seen Battletoads in a while. Yeah, World's Edge is working on Age of Empires four. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Double Fine could announce a new weird quirky project, right? Like Psychonauts is probably almost done. Rad is out. Hmm. Uh. Minecraft's Mojang's working th- on Minecraft stuff, so you know that that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're never like, changing. <laughs> they're working. They're well, and they're working like super hard to try to try to get all the you know like do as much as they possibly can to really make that ray tracing and and all that stuff just like really make that game look amazing. You know. Like he's, I mean, the stuff we've already seen of them showing off of that, that was just that, you know, that really, really early demo of it already, like, gives you a really good idea of just what a difference that makes ray tracing in that world. Yeah. Um, in the world of Minecraft. So I, and like, that's just a demo, an early demo. I can't wait to see, like, once all that stuff is really flushed out. Right. Like I, I, I definitely cannot wait for that stuff. Right. Uh, also we'll probably see more of project Mara Ninja Theory's other project mm-hmm. that, that they're working on outside of Hellblade. So, uh, I don't know. That, that seems more of a game up your alley than mine. Just, <laughs> it looks scary as crap, but <laughs> turn 10 probably working on four to eight. I'm, a thousand percent sure on that uh, mm-hmm. so the biggest question is what is the initiative working on and what is playground game second game which you know playground probably fable what i mean what okay let's talk about fable for a minute what do you what do you want to see out of a fable game you know, I, like, I mean did you play fable at all are you a fable guy i've i i've i haven't really gotten a chance to play much of the fable games i actually do want to go back and play them but like it's kind of like one of those things though like with a, if i was a person who who never played any of the the uh um 
Zelda games, like it would be hard to not know anything about Zelda, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, like the Ze- the world of Zelda, you know. Well, the thing is, like I, the thing is, though, is the Fable, Fables games are pretty short. Honestly, I yeah. think the first game is yeah. only like fifteen hours. Yeah, even with all the okay. the lost chapters stuff in it, I think it. Okay. I think if you want to do everything, it's mm-hmm. probably a little over twenty. Okay. Uh, the second one, yeah, I'm, you know what? Maybe I should do that as my next uh, backlog challenge game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> honestly, Fable Fable Two is often considered the best one. Best um, yeah. Fable Three. The beginning of it's pretty good. The the second half of the game is kind of like this weird kind of city management sim instead of an RPG, but uh, it yeah. does some interesting things that aren't a hundred percent fleshed out, but. Yeah, uh, that game did change direction partway through development because Peter Molyneux left. But and you know how people yeah. feel about him in this industry. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I I mean I I know you know like I have a really good understanding of what it is and how it's kind of worked over the over the generations. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you know for for me and and I, and I would imagine that like a big fan of of these you know the franchise would would want this as well is like I just <clears throat> I would like to see them kind of do the it's not really nemesis but the the uh, you know the whole like personality kind of like your choices kind of affecting like your character type thing. I would like to see them kind of, you know, stay true to those kind of core elements that they've kind of, you know, been dealing with since the beginning, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just, you know, really, really focus on how they could make, continue to do that, but make it unique or make, you know, make sure that there's like some really interesting uh effects that that those things could have mm-hmm. you know on on how the the story is consumed or you know or how the story plays out yeah. you know like we see we've seen bits and pieces of it that you know that seemed really super impressive uh but once people really played it and talked with other people and stuff there they realized there really wasn't that big of a deal or difference but like you know, with the um, outer worlds or whatever, mm-hmm. they like they there was a you know like it ended up there's you know different changes and you know experiences that change depending on your choices, but it wasn't quite as as big as some people thought, mm-hmm. you know, in some ways. But I could see them doing something similar to that. But but only in the like in the fable world and just really, really, you know, going to the next level with something like that, you yeah. know, like that kind of system. Yeah. Um, Would you. This Ed and I kind of talked about it a little bit uh, at some point, and I, th- I think you were probably in that conversation at some point, too, where like fable needs a total reinvention like Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. was for Zelda. Yeah. But yeah. I think if you went the Breath of the Wild route, you could do something really interesting based on based solely on the morality system. Like you could make mm-hmm. a world like Breath of the Wild. You could make dungeons type shrine type things. You could make 
you know, it didn't really have Zelda style dungeons in it, but you could do cool things like that with big, weird fantasy bosses and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But how you tackle them Mm -hmm. is where the morality system plays in, you know, and it could be, you could totally tackle it one way and think you're doing it. It'd almost be like a fallout new Vegas situation where like one choice you make, you think is the right choice, but it's actually going to hurt you in the long run or like Mm -hmm. if you do something that you feel like might be bad it could actually help you later on in the game because you did something for you know you know what i mean like they Mm -hmm. could totally play around with that morality system and actually have the power and the uh you know underneath the hood to really make it matter or how about this Corey? picture this you could have a child (laughs) you could have a child throughout the game yeah, I mean, you depending could depending on your choices made, you could do and that, and that child could possibly be the the uh, the intake or the the main character of the next game. It's, I mean, you could. I mean, you. Could, I don't see why you couldn't do that. You know, you could. You could have a child, and you know, maybe you decide to go to the run to the gas station to get cigarettes and never come back. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, just you know, jokingly, but yeah, like, I mean, have like major like decisions that you could make that would you know be really bad situations that that could ultimately you know change the course of of like what the you know what the end end game ends up being you know like yeah. Yeah, like I mean, just let you let people dig even deeper to you know to both both sides of the scale, you know. Yeah. Like really have you know like not just be like uh, text you know things that you're picking between what you say and what you, but like actual physical things and ways that you do stuff in the game uh, could also change you know, change the course of things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I, f- I feel like a lot of times too many games rely on the text exchanges to uh, be the turning points of of a character's uh, uh, end story. Whereas I think with the power and everything that we've got in these new consoles, they need to start making it more than just a text exchange. Yeah. You know? that determines those things. Yeah. Because like I, I was listening to a digital foundry episode um, where they were kind of debating things and, and, you know, like they brought up a really good point that like, you know, like at what point does games become too realistic looking that when we're like cutting people's heads off and stuff, and you know, like doing the morbid things that we do in games, that we start to be like, oh my god, <laughs> like that is just way too real feeling. Yeah. Like, you know, like so, you know, like that's like they they brought up the point that you know, like I don't think that realism, like real true realism, is really what we want. We do want it to look good, but we're getting to the point even now where things are really starting to look good in 4K. 
Yeah. And just like, you know, looking at that demo of, of the Unreal Engine 5, like, I mean, if if they said the way that that looked in that game was the best that, that it would ever get yeah. from this point on, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would be completely fine with that. Now, like, they said that, like, we could very well see that we've hit kind of that line that we want to get for realism for right now and let's use that power that these new consoles have to to give a deeper broad you know like experience Mm -hmm. you know like so like okay it's gonna be 4k you know they talk 8k um that's fine for right now and let's you know we can make things look nice that's fine, but let's use that extra power to actually do something, you know, in the game. Yeah. You know, and they and they think, you know, they said that they, that they think that it's very, very possible that, that, like, how good things are looking at the end of the, our, this generation already, mm-hmm. that, that, that could, you know, like, it would still look better than that. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, I'll go back to, like, like, when I played... Modern Warfare, the re, the you know the the reboot of Modern Warfare, those graphics in that game is so realistic, realistic looking at times that it's crazy, and like it honestly doesn't need to be any better than what it looked like in that as far as graphics go. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah, it's the what you do that's more important. I think at this point. Yeah, and like like I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right, and like yeah. I had like I, I've said this before. I was playing it on PlayStation Four, right, and mm-hmm. and it looked great there, right, on my PlayStation Four Pro. Mm-hmm. But the power of the Xbox One X and the things that they are able to do with that extra horsepower under the hood, and I was it, it stunned at how good you know. I mean, yeah, it's an open world RPG, and some of the NPCs look like crap. Not crap, mm-hmm. but they don't obviously don't look as good as the main characters, right? Because yeah. yeah, it's an open world RPG. Uh, yeah, but Cassandra looks phenomenal. Uh, Layla, who's the the new kind of main future person, right? Mm-hmm. She looks phenomenal. Uh, it just I don't need my games to look any better than that. Right, like mm-hmm. Gears Five looks phenomenal. Like you said, Modern yeah. Warfare looks phenomenal. Red Dead Two looks phenomenal. And if you're going to make a realistic looking game, those games don't need to look any better. You know, Shadow, even Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which, you know, Lara and Jonah look great, and but the NPCs aren't fantastic looking. But mm-hmm. like, I don't need my games to look any better than that. It's what's mm-hmm. under the hood. Like, can you have smarter AI? Are you going to be able to have you know better? physics or particle effects or you know the Mm -hmm. way explosions work or ray tracing right are you going to be able to run my game at 60 frames a second you know Mm -hmm. it's it's small things like that where like Mm -hmm. i would love every game to run at 60 for at least 60 frames a second it doesn't need to Mm -hmm. be 4k like i'm running my xbox one x at 1440p and 120 hertz when i'm playing games because i mean not every game supports it obviously but some of the games i play do right halo 5 does I know the division supports it. I don't know if, you know, whatever. I know, I know Saints Row the Third remastered mm-hmm. uses it. You know, mm-hmm. we we kind of talked about that 
uh, earlier today, but like these games, like you said, don't need to look any better. It's they, they need to use this technology under the hood in smart ways for, you know, better, you know, I, I know load times is a big thing, but like, yeah, the look at the nemesis system from shadow of Mordor, right? Yeah. Never showed up in another game. Surprisingly, like our games yeah. going to be able to utilize that technology now and like make it expand on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's the thing is there's been so many things that maybe at times we've even forgot about mm-hmm. that have kind of been done. Um, but with, with a lack of power, um, you know, never really, caught our eye or or you know we didn't realize how important some like i could see that honestly being a thing is where like we get to a point where with a certain amount of power with with the you know what what things are doing that just all of a sudden like something that 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 we've been doing for a long time but just didn't have enough power to really push it to its full you know capabilities mm-hmm. like just all of a sudden flips on like i think i think you know like one of the big things uh obviously with will be ai you know i think i think ai and and uh games is probably something that we will see a quite a quite a big difference in this this console generation yeah uh, coming you know this next generation of yeah. console so yeah uh well jesse uh we've been going for two and a half hours uh way longer than i expected uh but (laughs) is there anything else you want to touch on about series x or the games or anything um no not not really not that i can think of off the top of my head um i just you know i'm obviously like you i'm just waiting for some more some more news about it'll, it'll every you know everything PS5, you know like we we've been pretty lucky with Xbox. We've you know for the most part we've gotten quite a bit of of information you know mm-hmm. from them. Yeah. Um, you know Switch and Switch. You know I'm I'm looking forward to stuff for that too. But um, yeah, I just I just want more. Yeah. <laughs> more um, input. I yeah like it's it's weird because like as big of a Nintendo fan as I am, there's nothing this year that's really like I'm craving from them. You know, I, yeah. I, I mean that, that could all change by the yeah. time this episode comes out, right? Like they get to drop well, another trailer for something weird and wacky, but well, you know, like I, like I'm looking forward to the, uh, the you know, the whole Mario cause it, the, the anniversary stuff. Yeah. You um, know, cause it's the Mario anniversary stuff. Yeah, but I'm, show... I'm more I'm more interested in that we get that Pikmin. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's games that I'll like yeah. I'll get. Like yeah. I, I mean, I've said it a, a lot over the yeah. years, but like I'm not really a huge 3D Mario guy. Like I love Mario 64, but like yeah. everything after that, I was just kind of like, man, it's it's yeah. good. Like I like I recognize that Mario Galaxy is an amazing game, but like it's just I don't know. 3D platforms aren't really for me. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah i they they're not for me either but but like i um it just will be cool having them all in one place yeah is more so what's exciting about it is just in like 
you know, if they do, like, that's the thing, though, is it, like, I'm I'm not sure whether they're just going to be straight ports mm-hmm. or if it's going to be, if they've done any work to them to make them look look better like they're doing doing them in the the uh the new odyssey engine yeah well i know they they've already done work to galaxy and galaxy 2 because those hd ports are in china already on their Nvidia tablet so oh okay uh i would be shocked if these games weren't at least in hd right yeah i mean they don't have to be in the odyssey engine but it would be cool if they were and like yeah. totally redone Mario 64 in an HD kind of way. I would, yeah. I would play the crap out of it again. Yeah. You know, and, and see, that's the thing. I never really played much of, of 64 oh, of the Mario 64. And so I would like to go back in this form and, and experience that. Mm-hmm. Like I played a little bit of it, but I, I just never, like I just never ended up getting it for whatever reason. I think I just wasn't. It was you know I was in a in a time period where I was like that's just too new and too different. You know I was younger and I wasn't at that time. I wasn't as uh, willing of change as I am yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I Mario sixty four was a pretty life changing game for me in terms of mm-hmm. what I was thinking about games at the time and uh Mm -hmm. it i i love that game to death for like there's always that one game in a genre you don't really care for that sticks out in a genre that you don't really care for and mario 64 is that game for me uh but i would love to revisit at least try to revisit galaxy and and sunshine uh yeah in a way that's you know i know sunshine has a lot of camera issues for uh, the 3d games and stuff but yeah it's i i'd i'd, I'd i will put money in the swear jar because yeah. <laughs> i brought up i brought this on <laughs> yeah but, i mean we talked about breath of the wild yeah, a couple times yeah, on the yeah. show too so I'm... what do we call it's that okay because we don't do it every single episode though i know uh, <laughs> we... plus we were making comparisons too so. yeah 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 that's true uh, uh, sorry, Ed. I don't know what we would call. We'd call it uh, the Ed not jar. Tendo, <laughs> not Tendo jar, <laughs> or, or not. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, 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 uh, we'll workshop it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out later. But yeah, uh, I'm very excited for more Xbox news. I'm very excited to play more Xbox and start streaming yeah. stuff and. You know, I hope whatever this, I dude, I'm so excited to build the streaming station. To be honest with you, and just kind of have everything <laughs> finally. I mean, everything is already finally together. I just can't be loud, and like even at this at this voice level, my I, my wife is probably in the bedroom, like, shut up, shut the hell up. You know, like I can hear, her, but like in my head. But uh, anyways. That's going to do it for Arsenal X, uh, this special kind of, what do you call it? I, I thought we were going to do predictions, but it was more of just like, let's talk through the games that are coming and what we want to see. So yeah. not really predictions episode, but it's all right. It's yeah, 
but we have we have some kind of predictions of like what we think could could possibly you know yeah. be in those games that were I that did, we have got. But I did want to touch on Perfect Dark, but maybe we could save that for another time. I guess. Yeah. Because uh, like I think they could do some really cool stuff with that. Like if they yeah. went, if they went like a Metal Gear Five ish route where like you're infiltrating bases and you know yeah. building up your base and doing intelligence, take it away from that first person shooter genre, but uh, hiding in boxes. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're metal boxes. <laughs> yeah, or like I don't know. So, anyways. I want to thank everybody so much for watching and are listening. Remember, you can catch Arsenal X every Wednesday on your podcast service of choice, or you can watch it live on Sunday nights here on Boss Rush Games Live on Twitch and Mixer. You can also catch us. You can actually also watch us live on BossRushGames.com slash subscribe. Our Twitch feed is at the top of the page. And then uh, all the links to our podcasts and social media efforts at the at the bottom. Uh, so you can follow Arsenal X podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Arsenal X podcast. Uh, you can check out all of our content on bossrushgames.com. Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me almost everywhere is phantom NXS. <laughs> yes. And you can find me at, I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at Corey and HD on uh, mixer and Twitch. Uh, you can also download our family of podcasts, the Boss Rush Podcast, and Nintendo Power Block. Also, Expansion Pack is coming soon. Very excited to bring that back. Uh, so check out our 1v1s. Check out our standard definition episodes. Uh, check out what's on what's this on Xbox Game Pass, our Let's Play show. And with that said, thank you guys so much for watching. Until next week, we love you. Bye.